Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Who Can Convince You. I'm Harry. I'm Luke. How are you? Fuck off. Fuck you. Fuck you know what, Right, then. do you know what, then? Fuck you. <laughs> <sighs> Have I told you what I've got? What? Let, me, let me Google it. I've had this pain. I've had a pain for, for I say a pain, a sensation. It's called glob, uh, Globus Frangius. <laughs> right? Mm. I've had this feeling that there's something stuck in my throat for days. F- five days. Mm. Really uncomfortable. Turns out it's stress. There's nothing in my throat. It's psychological. And you work that out, you take a drink, you can't feel it. Swallow again, you can't feel it. Take a couple of breaths, and then you can feel it again. But there's nothing there, it's in your head. It's your uh, sphincter. (laughs) (laughs) It's your esophagus. It's so hot. Why is it boiling in here? (laughs) Fucking hell. Turn the light up. (laughs) I swear to me, I. Oh. Called Globula Glob Globus Frangius. I don't know. How did you say that? Yeah. Globus Frangius. <laughs> Globus Frangius is a glob. <laughs> it's a globular sensation. No, it isn't. Or globulous sensation is a painless sensation or lump in the throat. <laughs> or lump in the throat. And may be described as having a foreign body sensation. Fucking hell. Bonjour. <laughs> a tightening or choking feeling. Often associated with persistent clearing of throat, chronic cough, and hoarseness. (coughs) (laughs) Horse, a tiny pony. (laughs) Really want some sugar. Globus, whatever it is, makes up 4% of your ear, nose and throat referrals and is reported to have been experienced by 45% of the the population. It can also be an acid reflux issue. Vocal hygiene is advised. What does that mean? Don't swear. I don't know. Don't swear. (laughs) Keep it clean. <laughs> Should we do the podcast now? Yeah. Um, 
I wanted to bring up something, and it's been quite concerning. In my kitchen, I find as I, yeah, I, I find as I'm getting older. You listen on your I, phone. I, both. Why on your phone? You can't be on your phone for the whole time. <laughs> it's bored. <laughs> I find as I'm getting older. Hmm. I'm burping. I never used to burp. It's because you're a dirty little fuck. After every drink, I have to burp now. Oh, issues, that is. What does that mean? Don't cough again. I wasn't. (laughs) 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 You know I've got an issue. Glob. I don't know. He's got a lump in his throat. (laughs) It's because he's stressed. Quite horsey. <laughs> right, come on. What's your issue with your kitchen? What have you been bringing up in your kitchen? Sick. There's a window, and it brings in a nasty draft. Oh no! Mm. Doesn't we don't have double glazing in the kitchen? It's an old kitchen. Isn't the kitchen an extension? Yeah. Right. But they just didn't. Yeah. Didn't, didn't bother. Yeah. Ran out. Well, financial difficulty was it? Well, you've got a massive fat ass uh, conservatory <clears throat> next to the kitchen, <clears throat> so it's freezing all the time, or boiling. Your yeah, your conservatory is always cold. Can we can we talk about conservatories for a second? Yeah, I hate them. My mum's got one, hmm. and it is a pain in the ass. Horrible. It's either like it's like the Sahara Desert hmm. or the Arctic. And when it rains... It's like fucking machine Yeah, it's like guns. Mossad are outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's something horrific. <laughs> Mossad. <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'll never get a conservatory in my lifetime. I think they're shit. What was the point in them? Well... What's the point in them? It's just... Uh, well, I mean, it's handy for drying clothes. You've got... If you got a garden, just do that. What if it's pissing down, though? Tumble dryer. What if you haven't got a tumble dryer? As we haven't. What I do is cart all the washing across the road in a basket and say to my mammy, I'd deal with that. And bring it back when it's done, please. No, you don't. No, we don't, no I ask her nicely. She just puts it in the conservatory <laughs> to dry. And so it takes for this yeah, house. Yeah, right. I know it is like a sweat box in here right now, <laughs> but clothes just don't dry. Mm. They just get wetter. Damp. It's a damp house. It's not damp. It's a damp, um, damp house. The clothes just don't dry. Everything's wet. You put them on the horse downstairs or on the maid, and it just nothing happens. You can leave a pair of gin, gins. A pair of jeans that you've washed mm. and you've put on a spin cycle to drain. Mm. They can be on there a week and no change. Can I bring up another issue? Go on. You know when you put, you put a wash on? Yes. And you have like detergents and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How come on the packaging they don't say anything about what it actually fucking is? Because... I, when I put a wash on, it, it's not clear at all. Where, I, do, I, where do I put it? Exa- well, what drawer? I put everything in the actual 
gap. What do you call it? The gap. <laughs> what do you call it? Inside the machine. In the machine. Yeah, when you open the window. Yes. I put everything in there. So we have a three-step program in this house. Tablets. Then we go beads. And then we go softener. Mm. Put them all at the base of your... What do you call it? Um, tumbler. Well, maybe. Spinner. Your big... Your big silver colander. Ooh. You put everything at the back mm-hmm. in its little lid. You know, that like you just pour it into the lid. No. Except the... F- Inside? Bad. Yeah. Mine's not like that. It's a drawer. Yeah, we've got a drawer on ours. Well, have you? Yeah. But you, you're not thinking of the same thing as me. I'm thinking of a washing machine. <clears throat> Wait, you open the door. Yeah. And put your clothes in. Yeah. We put all of our wash shit in there. Yeah, you can do, but there's no, like, drawer in there. No. Uh, no. You're the one who keeps bringing this up. Right. What is your fucking problem? Take it to the laundrette if you're that issued. I hate laundrette. It's a shit old... The one by us is, anyway. It's horrible. And the she... only two people I know who go there is your dad and Jackie. Jackie Tyler. Oh, yeah, that's a good shout. Mm, I don't want to go anywhere near No. Horrible. Oh, well. <clears throat> so I'm scared. So for when... I have my own tumble dryer and washing machine. You don't I'm... want a tumble dryer. Well, one thing I will say... I do want a tumble dryer. So do I, really. What I will say is do not buy a combi. What's a combi? As oh, a yeah. Washer dryer. Shit at both. The dry- yeah. The shit You're compromising. Both. You're just compromising. You know... It's pointless getting them. And I, know, I understand that times are hard, but just save up. Yeah. You may as well get the real thing. Go big. Or go home. Oh, Jesus. You can do a quiz. Oh, go on then. episode before yep. you sabotaged me I did uh, sprung it on you didn't I horrible Boing. made me look like an absolute prick it's like that time you went on, on uh, JR's podcast and you looked like an absolute dickhead <laughs> didn't know shit from shat yeah idiot shit from shock idiot yeah fool anyway I thought <clears throat> I did uh, can I just per- oh. can I just say something yeah I think I was the person who performed the worst mm. Out of all of the guests. No one remembers now. No. no. People haven't even bothered. Does my phone keep going off? No. Um. <laughs> That's that phone. Yeah. Yeah, I was the... <laughs> I was the worst contestant, I think, they've ever had on Strangers in Space. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... Like, I mean, at least you're the worst at something else. It's <laughs> <laughs> another string to my shit yeah. bow. At least you're known for that. Yeah, exactly. JR will never have you again. Never. That's it now. He's blocked me now. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Right. At least so, I, don't think he I thought I'd um, 
Yeah. Uh, a do new Who question seems to be the classic Who. That's a good thing. Um, and I, I what? Can I just say one Fucking thing? Fucking hell! Right, what? I've got to the bottom of my tea now. Yeah. A good tip. You know why I'm a I'm a bag in kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I leave, <laughs> I leave my tea bag in my cup. That way, it gets stronger towards the end, so you feel like you have to drink it. Yeah. When I'm at the bottom now, like that, yeah. as the well, listeners, you can't see. Um, see how the bag is at the bottom and the cup is empty. Yeah. If you want a bit more tea, strain it. Strain it in there, and you got That's another disgusting. another sip. Squeeze it with your fist. Oh God, <laughs> it's like a shot. It is honestly. Oh, oh, oh. Right, I'm ready for this now. Right. So these are new who, these are new who questions. Brilliant. And they're quite serious. Okay. So, get your thinking cap on. <clears throat> you might not get all of them. You might not get any of them, but get any of them. Right, you ready for question one? Oh, hi. So, please name the name. Please main. Please name the name of these episodes by the fucking hell. <laughs> please name the name of the episodes these monsters come from. Can you name the episode that they... Right, yeah, yeah, I was rushing. So... <laughs> Main the name of the. Please name the episodes for which these monsters come from. <laughs> which stories are these monsters in? Yeah. Understood. The host. The host. The host. I can give you clues. This oh. is new. Who? No. <laughs> Ignore me. <laughs> Fucking hell. yes. Yes, I know. I'm just expanding. There's four. Chapters to this question. Okay, right. The host. Mm. I'm going to say it's a David Tennant. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um. The host. Is it the silence in the library? No. Could you name the companion? How many clues do there we get? There is none. There isn't a companion in this episode. Oh, is it the waters of Mars? No. Oh. It's going to be one of the chunk, isn't it? I don't know. If you don't know the answer, no, I know it. the an- right. Do you want a, a clue? Yeah, it stars someone who was big. Oh, oh, it's the Titanic one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. Voyage of the Damned. Yeah, <laughs> me. What? Me. That's the monster. Yeah, me. 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 Um, me. Hmm. Uh, can I? Can I, how many? How many questions? How many uh, clues can I have? Two. Two. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, doctor, please. Capaldi. Shit. Companion. Ooh. Um. Now me's in a few episodes. Who? Me. Oh. And for some of them, he doesn't have a companion. Right. But it is with Clara. Usually. I have no idea. She does have another name. Right. Is it the, known, the name that she's probably more known by? Ashilda. No idea. Ashilda. Did you? Did you give up? Yeah, I haven't got a clue. It's um, the one from Game of Thrones, the girl. Oh, God. Maisie Williams. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. Is it I, Maisie Williams? I don't know. Next monster, 
Mm-hmm. Porridge. Oh, God. Porridge. Porridge? Porridge. That's not the name of the monster, is yep. it? Porridge. <laughs> Porridge. Porridge. Can I have the doctor, please? Matt Smith. Um... Can I have a companion? The thing is, you've asked this twice and it hasn't gone well, so maybe ask you a different question. What story is it from? That's what you've got to guess. I thought it might have worked. No? No. Um, I, I give up. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Nightmare in Silver. Porridge. It's Warwick Davis. <laughs> name the monster. No, not name the monster. Name the episode this monster comes from. Okay. Craig. Craig? Craig. Oh, God. Is this a... <laughs> it's a James Corden. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So we've got some monsters there. Question two. What is the worst rated Doctor Who episode according to IMDB? This is New Who. Worst episode of... Is it Fear Her? No. It's not going to be Love of Monsters. Is it Love of no. Monsters? Oh, right, okay. Um, according to IMDB. Mm. Or... Can I have two more guesses? Two more guesses. Can I have the Doctor? Jodie. Oh, right, okay. Is it the woman who fell to Earth? No. Two more uh, One more guess? Two. Two more, okay. Is it Demons of the Punjab? No. Is it the one we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. This... So, yeah. I was wow, really, really surprised by that. Yeah. But yeah, the the Saranga thingy majiggy. I don't yeah, I don't even know how you say it. Well, she said it quite a bit in the episode, so you Saranga. obviously weren't listening. I didn't watch it. Question three. <laughs> Name the episode from these quotes. Oh New Who, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Question Why is there no such thing as perfect? Question Why is there no such thing as perfect hiding? Like, what am I doing? Naming the episode? Um, or the person yeah, who said it? Yeah, name the episode. Oh my god, I've got no chance. person who said it then? Uh, the Doctor. Yeah. It's Peter Capaldi. Yeah. yeah. What episode? Fucking hell, I've already done... Um, listen? Yes. Is it? Yes. Fuck! At the beginning. Yeah! Absolute nerd. No need to get poncy, it's just gunge. <laughs> <laughs> no need to get poncy, it's just gunge. Jody. No. I don't know his name who said it, but Oh right, okay. Am I in the right era? No. Your two doctors out. Matt Smith. Yeah. It's somebody No need to get poncy, it's just gunge. Well, I wouldn't have a clue who said it. Not who said it, the episode. Oh, right. Gunge. Oh, is it... Oh, by the way, these are all episodes we've reviewed. Right. That was important, It's the it? Almost People. The Rebel Flash. Rebel Flash. I'll give you that Almost one, People. Now. Oh, yes. Very well done. Good girl. Oh, yes. Very well done. T uh, Good girl. Oh, uh, God. Twice Upon a Time. No. 
it's a uh, tenant. What have we done of tenant? For loads. A uh, villain said this, by the way. Who? A villain. A villain. A villain. Good girl. <laughs> oh, was it the um, the Jadoon one? No. I don't know. Did we do that one? It's hospital. I think we have, haven't we? I don't Fuck know. Knows. Do you want me to give you one? Go on. Last of the Time Lords. The Master said it. Yeah, then. Nice couple of chops and gravy. David Tennant. Yeah. Um, well, he didn't say that, but... He might have. He didn't say it first, though. Is it... Oh, God. I don't even know. I can't think what we've done. David Tennant. I think it's one of the worst New Who episodes that I've seen. Oh, I know what it is. What is it? It's the one with the girl with black hair and the yes. school bus. Yes. Uh, the uh, double-decker. Yeah. Um, can't think of what it's called. The Planet of the Dead. Planet of yeah. the Dead. <laughs> so from these descriptions... This is question four now. From these descriptions... Yep. Name the character. A white Are these lo- yours? Yeah. Right, okay. No. They're not. I found them on uh, Brickbox. A white Malteser with a face drawn on. A white Malteser with a face drawn on. I don't know. A white Malteser. Yeah. With a face drawn on it. Is it James Corden? No. <laughs> you hate him. I know exactly who you mean. <laughs> it's Matt Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> a white Malteser. <laughs> A, a white Maltese is a thing. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds amazing, doesn't Shall it? Shall I Google it? Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> a woman who needs a shave and needs to stop going on about a job. A woman who needs a shave? Yeah. And needs to stop going on about a job. Um. I don't know. Have you got any of these? No, I don't think so. White Maltesers are a thing. I want one. Um, I don't know. A woman who needs a shave. <laughs> Pass. Harriet Jones. Harriet Jones. Why does she need a shave? Uh, just in Downton Abbey, you see when close-ups, you know, you've just got a bit oh, of fluff. F- Christ, so I'll have had to have seen... No. Right. Yeah. yeah. After the nasty. I didn't, couldn't think of anything funny about Could have should have thought about another character, really. I yeah. Love, I love Harriet Jones. She doesn't need to shave. She needs an award. A woman who is horrible to everyone and hits her boyfriend for a laugh. Amy Pond. Yep. <laughs> a man who betrayed his country and needs worming. Betrayed his country. And needs worming. And needs a good worming. Is it a companion? Hmm. For a couple episodes. For a couple of episodes. I don't know. Pass. James Corden. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I thought you went he betrays country in the store. I don't care about him. I really don't care about him. Alright then. Shit quiz, that really, wasn't it? Is that the end? Yeah. Well, it's four questions. Oh, I enjoyed that, though. Did you? Yeah. Do you want me to do more? Not now, but. Should I do the one question? And if you get it right, you win the quiz. Brilliant. All right. How many children appear in Capaldi's era? Six. Don't forget about the school. 
Oh god. Oh, thousands. Correct. You won. Brilliant. Thank you. Thousands. <laughs> thousands. Oh, feel all powerful now. Oh whatever. Shall we carry on? Yep. Yeah. Stick it up your ass. You know what then? Right, I'm out. Fuck you. <laughs> Get inside. Do you know what then? Fuck you. Hmm. <sighs> right, should we get on with it? me first it is what episode did i choose saranga conundrum as we already know it's the worst rated episode i can't believe that i can't either i really can't talking out their ass there story title (laughs) the saranga conundrum uh this is a part of season 11 it's i didn't put the episode i think it's four uh the air date was the 4th november 2018 was it that long ago? Yeah, three years. The writer was Jibbers, the director was Jenny, and the producer was Alex Mercer. Nice. Who is a, the protagonist in the game called Prototype? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tells you all you need to know. <laughs> Music is by our Lord and Savior, Sagan Akinola. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah, of course it is. So it's Murray Gold. No, I just assumed it was Murray Gold. Didn't even look. Sagan Akinola. Sagan Akinola. Oh, I thought he just did the title sequence and no. then the whole thing. Oh, okay. So he's not our Lord and Savior, but he's his son, right? So there's one episode in this story. Some would say thank fuck. I wouldn't. No. Do you want a synopsis? Go on then. As the 13th Doctor and her friends end up stranded without it. (laughs) (laughs) Stranded. I'll do it, I'll do it. No, you won't be able to do it. Why not? I don't know. As the 13th Doctor and her friends end up stranded without the TARDIS on a hospital ship. (laughs) On a hospital ship in space with a strange and potentially deadly intruder on board. It is up to them, the crew, and the... P- p- <laughs> what is and the patients to figure out what it is, what it wants, and how to stop it before the creature tears the ship apart. Apart! Right. So. Yeah. So what did you think? What did you think? Um, mixed bag. Pick a mix. No. Um, it it was a mixed bag. Hmm. Some of the things I thought were okay. Right. Other things made me want to just get myself neutered. Right. Um. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it was okay. Okay. It was okay. Okay. And we're being melodramatic, as ever. I love being melodramatic. You know, whenever we say, God, awful. 
Well, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes I generally mean it. Yeah. But for this one, I'd say it was okay. Yeah? Yeah. I tend to agree. Uh, I think Jodie's all right. Hmm. Now, you know what? I was very much surprised by this, and I thought, right, all of like New Who after Matt Smith isn't actually shite. Right. Because I think Capaldi's got like three episodes that are actually good. The rest is a, a troll, isn't Awful. it? Um, like, I'm still on se- season 10. I still haven't finished it. I just finished the, like, smiley face robot episode. Yeah. Do you know it? Uh, emojis and stuff. Stupid little white robot yeah. thing with... It's got... Um, it's just yeah. crap. What's it called? Who cares? Smile. That's it. Smile. Should you want act one? Go on then. Now, I kind of gave up as we're going through these acts, writing them out. So, Act one. The Doc and the fam looks for spare parts, then get blown up by a sonic mine. They get sucked off to the... Hooray! (laughs) To the Sharanga ship. The Doc wakes up and meets two nurses. There's a hull breach, and they find the Pating... Also, the ship will self-destruct because of the breach. Right. Potentially. As an automated you know, response to... <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. Firstly, yeah. I want to get this off my chest. Go on. It looks... Great. Incredible. The sets are amazing. The camera work. It's great. Honestly, it's season... Season 11 and 12, Doctor Who has never, ever looked so good. BBC in general doesn't look that good. I don't know what is happening. It looks amazing. Yeah. Like, it looks incredible. Yeah. I'm comparing it to older Who. Well... (laughs) I'm comparing it to older Who, so... Mm. So... So... So I've no I noticed in this episode. Yes. The camera goes everywhere. Mm. Well, a lot of it, it, lot it of it tends hand- to be handy that though, doesn't it? Handy. Well, handheld. Yeah, but if it didn't go with everywhere, yeah. We'd miss a lot of the story. <laughs> Fucking hell. This isn't going to work. I can't get a sentence out without you just saying some stupid fucking shit. Continue. Thank you. Jesus Christ. I found the camera was very dynamic. Ooh. It goes everywhere. Yes. It's handheld a lot of time. But you got, like... And they don't do that annoying thing of when it's handheld, they make you know it by... That's it shaking that noise. Right, okay. That's that's how they explain it. Like in uh Fuck. What well, the episode we reviewed the other week. It wasn't fuck, I think it was listen. <laughs> no, not listen. Where's that come from? With the um Zygon Zygon invasion. Oh, Z- yes. Fucking hell. Dreadful. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that must have been an earthquake. Um long one. Yeah, it's nothing like that. It's genuinely great. Yeah. Um, you got 
extreme close-ups, uh, wide shots. You got, I mean, the first shot's a crane shot. Joe like goes down the side of uh, yeah, yeah, down when the yeah, the side of the um tip. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. What Wait, was, I don't know how that's. What is that? Is it a scrapyard? Uh, it's a planet made of scrap, and I think there's a few of them. Yeah, but how how is that how is that done? What do you mean? Like, what is it? What do you mean? Is it all CGI or is it? Uh... Uh, I imagine a lot of it is, yeah, like right. in the background. Yeah, but they probably didn't go to a skip. Could be quite dangerous. Insurance be through the roof. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd imagine it's just it's either the back of BBC, or by the bins. <laughs> <laughs> Or all of uh, the scripts Moffat did. Mm. Bins. <laughs> Bins. Chuck them um, in the bin. Get them gone. So yeah, I think they're looking for a device to for, for the TARDIS. I'm not too sure. It's not really important. But they're looking for that. And yeah, they get blown up, but somehow they end up on the ship. That isn't explained. How do you get there? Well... I mean, well, the ship picks them up. Yeah. It's they, a, it's well, a... must have done because they got hurt. But, I mean, a bomb went off in her face and she's fine. Well, well we don't know what kind of bomb it is. Sonic. It, it messes with your insides, doesn't it, rather than your out. Didn't they say that? What a stupid bomb. Because when the Pating eats the bomb, yeah, it doesn't explode, does it? He didn't eat that bomb. He did? No, he didn't. Oh, you ate the energy. Yeah, right. that's a completely different thing. Did you All watch right. this? Yes, I did watch it. John Galaxy, 13th after Ryan, Yasmin and Graham modified Are you reading out <laughs> the plot summary? Have you watched it? Yeah, I have, yeah. How many times? Uh, twice. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I love how the camera's not afraid just to move around with the action. <clears throat> I love it. It looks great. It, really it does, does look great. Um, uh, so I did a little bit of research. Not much. Um, but iPhone. A man called Simon Chapman. An Australian The bloke. Simon Chapman. You say that, but generally he's great, though. Yeah. Um, like I'm blown. I don't know if all the other episodes are like competitive. He did this episode and another episode. I can't remember. I will say, yeah. The whole Jodie era just looks amazing. Yeah. It... it like genuinely looks so good. Um, but yeah, the DOP. I think only the only one I, he's done a lot, but nothing I really know. He did Space Force. That's on Netflix. Oh yeah, I've never seen it. But is that the thing with uh, watching Steve McCall? Corral. Yeah, yeah. It's not that good. Oh, have you seen it? Yeah. How is it really? I knew it wouldn't be that good because it's Netflix. But yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Don't bother. Anyway. Um. But the sets, aren't they lovely? Yeah. They just want to lick them. They're really, really good. I, I dread to think what the budget is per episode. I know. Billions. Billions and billions and billions. Oh, they're great. Yeah. They are great. And there's not many locations in the actual ship that we see. Well, we see the same corridor probably shot from mm. a few different angles. But it looks so it? good. That's yeah. like believable. Like, oh yeah, most of the corridors will be like this anyway, so it's fine. It, well, you get you get the main room that they're all in, as in the ward. Mm. You get the corridor. Mm. You get all the corridor. all the corridor, 
Uh, you get the escape pod, or escape pod, or escape pod, and you get the control room bit. Yeah, or control room. Room. Like the, uh, what are they called? The robots in yours. Sorry, robots. <laughs> <laughs> robots? Robots. 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 Why is the... Oh, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, the sets are beautiful. I love yeah. them. And the sound effects in the ship as well. The alarms. It's so good. And you know, I've got the Philips Hue lights in the back of my TV. Oh, wow, yeah. So when the alarms were going off, my room was like pulsating red. It was great. Bragging is what I'm hearing now. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? I saved up a lot of money for them. Of course I'll brag about it. They're fucking amazing. They are good. You try and get hold of them, though. I don't know. I haven't checked. They might oh, be right, okay. stuff. They are brilliant, though. But what I'm saying is, you know, I was just really immersed in this episode. Like yeah. just like like this face of it, face value. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. And in that instance alone, I don't know why it's rated the worst on IMDb. I I don't think that I what think that's really fuck? harsh. That I, is. It's not even harsh. It's just untrue. Well, well, well thinking From about that alone, it should be. It shouldn't even be on that list. Of, well, like, thinking top about 10. what is in se- uh, season or series eleven, mm. you get the woman who fell to earth. Yeah. Fucking hell, that's such... The, that, that, episode, that episode is so much worse. Arachnids in the UK. Um, thing I do remember... I remember the, the weird thing is about Jodie's era, I've only seen up to this episode um, in the past, but we're talking like months ago, but I still mm. remember them. I really remember them. The Witch Finders? Yeah. We've done that one. Yeah, we did do that one. They look great as well. Rosa... Demons of the yeah. Punjab, Ghost Monument, It Takes You Away. Yeah. Why are you listing them again? I, d- I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't know why you're saying all these. Um, no, just thinking about what there's there's worse things in season. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Than, than for that to be last. But to be fair, thinking of, um, Jody's episodes. To be fair, they're not bad. For me, the ones I've seen, some of them are really bad, like the first one. But they're do you know not what? Bad. They're really not bad, and at least this one, they're is all not, right. They I'd, are all right. I'd say this, like Capaldi's, were genuinely terrible. It's weird, isn't it? The stories are the. I don't know. I I agree with you. But not I can't Doctor think. Who. I can't think why. I know for sure they're not Doctor Who. This, yeah, it's it's very different. It is New very Who. different. But like I don't. It, know. It's different even for New Who. It's very strange. Yeah, I'd uh, like to delve more into that, especially when Jodie's new series comes out. Yeah, I think if it does, if it does, ever. Yeah. I think I prefer series twelve. Okay. Um. Because I think season season eleven, hmm. there's some ropey acting. Yeah, and we see bits of it in this as well. Yeah, I don't think anybody is a hundred percent on what how they're going to do it. No, they're not, are they? And it like mid sentence to change the way they're um, like they're acting. It's very strange. And see, one of the complaints that people make about Jodie hmm. is that she's just doing an impression of David Tennant. Bollocks! No, she's not. She's definitely not. I can see why people think that, though. 
Yeah, I can too, but... Well, why do you think that? I don't think that. No, why do you think that people... You can see why. Because I think she ten, she seems to play it in that way of, you know, when David Tennant's being a bit... Kooky and... Yeah, pe- like pissed acting, isn't it? Like, he, <laughs> he, Do you know acting. what I mean? Like, he's he does that sort of... Oh, but, like, yeah. Like m- bewilderment. Dropey, and, yeah. yeah I know what thing. you mean. Wet lips. Yeah, you know, swallowing a burp acting. Yeah. He... He does that. Swallowing a burp. Yeah, he does that sort of uh, oh, brilliant. Yeah, all that sort yeah, of stuff. To be, yeah, I can, it, I can see that. It is very like that, but she is doing it differently, differently enough to for it not to be like you just. You, you've only ever seen David Tennant, so that's what you think. I don't it think is. she's ever seen Doctor Who. I, I don't think she has either. No. I think she said that, hasn't she? Yeah. I've probably butchered that. I've probably... I've made that up myself. Massive fan. Um, Should we talk a bit about Jodie then? Yeah. We've already done it with the Witch Finds. I can't remember what we talked about though, so let's do it again. Um, Not for long. I can't be arsed. At least let's talk about her in this episode. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of her in this. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, Capaldi are terrible ones as well, so I'm not going to judge her whole run for this. I found her a bit annoying. Exactly. But and in some I, scenes, she was great. See, I don't find her annoying in general. No, I don't. In her run. I find her a bit... Um, ch- childish, but not in a... Yeah, like in my notes I put, she's acting way too much CBBC. Yes. It's Sarah Jane much. Adventures rather exactly. than Doctor Who. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just not... Especially she, with the stakes in this episode, it's just not appropriate. Where Tennant often did, you know, had trimmings of that, but he juxtaposed it with, like, real moments you can see in his eyes, that you know, concern, and, like, <laughs> like he knows when to stop. But at least yeah. in this early... I mean, don't forget, this is early in a run. So she's just getting her feet wet. Um, but I just yeah. feel like it just doesn't stop. It's... There is no drama with her. There's no, yeah. There's no real concern. I've I mean, seen her in a couple can of I just... things. Go on, <laughs> go on. Finish your thought. Like, for instance, when she asked Yaz to pick a number mm. for the bomb. What? Why? Why pick a number? Why she, she just pick goes, 50, uh, 51. 51. And she just goes on about how she loves uh, the right of Hamilton. I don't know what she said. So, uh, 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 and the university thing. Yeah. Hope. Like, come on. The bomb's going to explode. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it's just inappropriate. It's um, it's a weird choice because I've seen her in a couple of things, mm. Jodie. Don't forget that was the writing. Yeah, yeah, bit. yeah. I think it's all the writing. Yeah. And the direction, I think. Because mm. if nobody's going to stop her doing something, exactly, she's yeah. just going to do it, isn't she? Yeah. So, really, you've got the director to blame at the mm. end of the day, I think. Because like, the story yeah. is there. And you could probably make sense of those lines that were there, but if nobody's going to say, "Can you do it mm. like straight rather than like as always oh, a bit shocked joke?" Yeah, because that's how she tends to play it, doesn't she? She seems to do. In some regards, then I'd say she's a lot like Peter Davison, where everything that he, everything that Peter Davison did, because because it was all filmed out of order, mm. the scenes, he never knew like. 
how to enter the scene because he didn't know what he'd just come out of. Right. So he'd always enter. Did out he of not breath. read the script? Was well, just because it depend on he didn't know how he was going to act it. I right, think okay. scene by scene. Yeah. So he always enters the scenes out of breath because that's why they say the panting doctor because right. he's always. That's weird. He he acts like that, like out of breath all hmm. the time, and I think she acts in a sort of shocked, jokey way all the time. All the time, yeah. There is no everything stop. is sort of a bit, yeah, you know. And I I feel like each actor who plays a doctor always tries to. Well, everybody does something different. Yeah, and the root of it is to uh, portray the doctor's intelligence. A big part of it. And how they handle that. Uh, Capaldi was very internal about it. Matt Smith was very like sporadic with it. Mm. Um, Tennant was very down your throat. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. And Eccleston was, I'd say, like damaged, isn't he? Yeah, he's clever, but he just wants to be exactly. Normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I love how each one and old who's the same. They all handle it differently. Um, but Jody handles it in. If anything, old who's probably more different. Every doctor's probably yeah, more definitely. different than. Definitely, new yeah, who. yeah, for sure. Um, Which is you'd think it'd be the other way around, that the new who ones would play. They pretty. They, do you know what? They probably all play it pretty similar. They've got their different threads to them, but yeah. they're not as sort of, you know, like with old who Pertwee is very Bond like. Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. William Hartnell, is, there's such a... Like, there's a big change between them, isn't there? Yeah, Whereas with huge. New Who, they sort of do a similar... They're all quite jokey, aren't they? Sarcastic yeah. jokey. Which is strange, because even the writers change. But yeah. That co- and the showrunner. But the core New Who character of the Doctor is still there. Yeah. Um, Which I was really excited for Capaldi. Like, Capaldi, I don't think, is my favourite anymore. But he was in the f- his first few episodes. In my head, so... I think he is. I know. But... I want to say, but he's. I still think it's Matt Smith because he's so consistent. With I it. think it could be Jodie for me. You know, maybe. I, I think it'll take the next series mm. for me to work out if she is, mm-hmm. just because the stories aren't. The stories are okay. There's nothing wrong with a lot of them. No, like even the the Witchfinders. I mean, the, yeah, they're just was, a bit flat. I mean, it was a pretty bad episode, but I, like, again, I remember it. It's so strange. Yeah, like I remember it. I remember the core beats of the story, and I remember the actors. Yeah, I remember the scenes and the setting. Is that so strange? Well, I remember it like I yeah. watched it yesterday. Most of New Who I watched on broadcast. Yeah, and I don't think I've enjoyed watching Who as much on broadcast as I have with Jodie's. But this episode, I enjoyed it more than I have in a very long time. Since I was, Matt I was dreading it. I was as well. And then I, I clicked play. Mm. Yeah, it just went. And I'm not saying it's outstanding. I'm just saying like that's something it's, that it's very it up. watchable, it's... isn't it? But I don't know where is the watch watchability. Mm. Is it because it's so different? No, and I'll get into why now. Ooh. Um. I think it's written quite well. Maybe not the dialogue, but the this there's a lot of ropey. There is, um, and you can see some of the actors are battling the script and trying to get these lines out in a like good way. But the core um, trunk 
of the script um and the acts and and the just the what everything stems from is genuinely good yeah you've got a lot to handle i think it's handled quite well and paced really well do you know what which is quite hard to do i think it's i think it's one of the big struggles with new who that mm. because you've got a single episode yeah you got 45 minutes where you've got to introduce everybody mm-hmm. introduce the plot get on with it kill somebody off mm-hmm. resolve the plot and move on whereas with old who you could do that over four episodes yeah you know it's not a hell of a lot longer but you've got that episode and then you you would have the week for that to sink in yeah then you'd have the next episode and a week for that to sink in so it sort of means more if a character dies it, you feel it more whereas with new who because it's so quick snap 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 mm, like a crab yeah because this, uh, it moves at such a pace, yeah, it's quite hard to feel anything. So I think that uh, that's a lot of the problem with New Who. But can I, this episode didn't have that problem at all. It put the brakes on when it needed to, uh, like the the talk with. Uh, I mean, the first one I think is with Graham and the uh, the pilot's brother. I don't know his name. I don't know what his name. Uh, her, um, his name is. Mm. But it probably puts the brakes on there, and it does it again with Ryan and Yaz. It's in the weird. There's some weird writing in this, though. I know, especially I know. that bit. You know when when Brian, when uh, Graham walks in and they're talking to the to the pilot's brother. Yeah, and he says something about lying, doesn't he? He said, "Why, why lie or something?" Yeah. And then Graham says, "She probably had a good reason to do it." Uh, no, lions. He says something like, "Lions a bad thing. You shouldn't do yeah, it." Yeah, there's quite a lot of that's a theme in this. Yeah, but then about lying. Which that I don't other bloke. Why the the pilot's brother says then, "Well, she lied to me." Da 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 da. Yeah. And he says, "Well, yeah, but she probably had good reason to it." But like uh, two seconds earlier, he said, "Don't lie. Never lie. It's a yeah. bad idea." Well, make your mind up. And you've got Jody having that argument with Arsol. I just call him Arsol. I don't know what his name is. It's it's like R still or something. But oh, I just call him do you know what? I thought he was it, dreadful. First, yeah, he's awful. Uh, I've Astos. Seen him, yeah, I've seen him something else as well. I've seen him in something. That. I think he's has he been in EastEnders or something? I don't know. I don't know where I know him from. So if, I, he wasn't good in the other one. Brett Goldstein. I, I don't want to be mean, but I thought he was really ropey. He, I, he wasn't very good. I like. It is what it is, isn't it? I don't want to be mean, but it, it just wasn't good. It wasn't. Shit. No. It wasn't. It was wasn't it. I'm shit. not going to lie. Like, no, it just yeah. wasn't good. I d- yeah, no. Uh, he was the one, for me, that stood out as being... Was exactly. Nobody but isn't else. it good he died, though? Yeah. I'm glad um, they did that. Yeah. Same. It was very quick. Well, yeah. He gets killed off within... Before the first... like Before the 30-minute mark, isn't it? I think. Yeah. I think it like ends the act, really. Yeah. Um, but I think that's fine. The com- it didn't feel rushed. It's just like, oh, that happened. The companions don't have a lot to do, though, in this. They tend to just follow around. And, well, arguably, I think there's too many characters. But then again, I don't think there is. I don't know. It's, a, it's I don't know. It's a weird I th- balance. There's, there's definitely too many companions. Like, I'm, Oh, too many companions, yeah, but I don't know if there's too many characters in the story. I don't think there's too many characters, but I think the companions make it feel like there's too many characters. Yeah. And they always do. Yeah. The TARDIS team is too big. You can see, like, when Chibnall wrote the script, like, it's all right. I know Yaz and um, 
Ryan don't have a lot to do in this, but I gave him a scene, so that's all right. It's weird, isn't it? Because like, if you think of old Who, if we go back to Hartnell. Mm. There's three companions there: Barbara, Ian, Susan, or mm. Barbara, Ian, Vic, you know. And it tends to work. It doesn't feel overcrowded there. No. But now, it did in Peter Davison's era. Mm. That TARDIS team was ridiculous. Like, it's just too much. It's just dragging people around, mm. like dragging them. And it feels a, it feels a bit this way. Like they want to be with her, but they just there's too many of them, and they they so they don't do anything. So they're just fodder, aren't they? They're just yeah, there they to just like fodder. They're just there to cause a problem for the Doctor to resolve it. Not in this episode. In general, yeah. I just who out of out of the three companions, who's your favourite? I, I think we know. have discussed this. We have, and I don't know. I like them all equally. Equally, I genuinely do. I'd still say I'm glad it's Yaz that's staying on. I like. Yeah, I'd say the same. I think they're all good actors, though. I really do. Yaz is my favourite. I like Yaz. I like Yaz. I think she's great. Ryan's very whiny. I will say that. But in this episode, he was, he was justified. <sighs> he, I, I think he's crap. Honestly. Oh, no, I don't, I don't think he's crap. I, I, I I'm yet the, to see anything in, Ryan, in, in any performance of Ryan that's made me think... Like, why am I even bothered? What, you know. I like this scene with Yaz in this, when he talked about his dad. Because it wasn't just brought up. I hate when it's just... And Yaz wanted to ask him because she wants to get closer to him. I don't. Did he fuck in this? Did he ever fuck? Well, isn't Did he ever y- get round to it? Isn't Yaz supposedly gay? Oh, I don't know. I just thought she was into Ryan. That's what I got from what I've seen. I don't think so. I don't know. No, I, I thought... don't think it's really been... I don't think it's explained. Because everybody seems to think that there's this... The Doctor and Yaz have got a thing. I heard that. I really thought it was her and Ryan, though, because uh, they, they keep having these moments. Um, well, it, they, went, they went to school I'll together, just, didn't they? Yeah. I think they're just close. Not oh, like, okay. Like, they've grown close. I don't think they're, you know... Right. I just assume so, because it's generally what happens in these types of shows. When you're, like, constantly yeah, it, putting these characters aside yeah. by themselves. Especially two companions. Close the curtain. And from what we've seen from other... Uh, like new who episodes, yeah. stories. There's a lot of kissing. Oh yeah, uh, which is actually a really nice change. We haven't seen barely any kissing in Jodie's era. It's it, isn't it lovely? It's a very welcome change. Fucking hell, what a relief! I don't know if it's because of the um, showrunner just deciding he doesn't want that anymore. Uh, that'd be one of the first things that I'd say. Oh, get rid of that. Yeah, it's great. I don't see the point. There is no. Just get on with it. Like it's gone, it's done. You don't have to worry about that. Can we toad? Can toad. we toad? <laughs> can we talk about? <laughs> I know, bringing up Jody again. She's got terrible posture in this. She like slouched. All she does the time. that. She does. A I guess similar... she's ill in this episode. Episode ill. <laughs> she is ill from the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> she seems to do similar acting to Matt Smith in the sense that different parts of her body move at different times when she turns. There's a few moments in this where she's like a chicken, where her whole body moves but her the head, head stays, stays still. Where it is. Yeah, it's odd. It is odd. It, I I really like, I really like Jodie. I do too. I, I think. just what not I would, in this episode. Though. No, but I would. 
I hope she doesn't leave. Don't leave. I don't want to go. Oh. But I need to shit. I think I'd agree that Jodie's kind of like Matt Smith slash Tenant put together with a little little sprinkle of Jodie on top. Yeah. I'd agree with that because she does share a lot of the same mannerisms. Um, but at the end, it doesn't matter. Jodie. Yeah. She is who she is. I just, I wish uh, it would just be a little bit more serious. I do too. Cut the sort of, the confused sort of acting. Because mm. there's a lot of that sort of, she's a bit, yeah, not, I don't want to say doe-eyed, like, do you know, do you know what I mean? Where she's just a bit confused all the time, but yeah. she's not, it, her face looks confused, but what she's saying isn't. And the random like she's things trying to get she says. Wrap her head around her brain going so fast. Yeah, it seems like. And then yeah, oh, I like biscuits. Mm. You know, she says yeah. there's random things like that that I don't. It doesn't suit mm. her, and I don't think she's the kind of actress that can pull that sort of thing off. Unless it's for the C- CBBC. Yeah, in which case it'd be great. It, it's just I'm not talking here about Jodie. I'm talking about Jodie's doctor, not Jodie as an actress. Like, no, yeah. Because you just can't help but, you know, diswriting. You can't. It just goes on about random shit. And how else are you going to supposed to say that? You can't start serious and just go, biscuits. Yeah. You can't. You just can't do it. So I, I, I'm not blaming her fully. I just don't like what they did with Jodie's uh, doctor in this. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. But I think we've, with that horse, it's fucked now. Is it now? It's dead. It's basically dust. Flog it. Yeah. Um... Do you want to go to that too, then? Go on, then. Well. Well, we haven't we, really we discussed... Haven't about the monster. Right. This is the best-looking monster, you know, of full CGI that we've seen. I've seen. It looks great. Uh, yes. Don't like. Don't forget the witch finders with that tentacle was terrible. Oh, yeah, that tentacle in the tree. This looks awesome. It does look good. Uh, granted, you know it's obviously CGI, but still, it's it's a step up though. It is though. You can see, um, especially like with, given that the ship is all white. Yes, that's very hard to do like CGI with. It's it's often best to do CGI when it's dark and you, you can get away with not showing much detail. Is the pating always in the darker bits of the set though? No, like the very first bit, you can see. Um, like there's a yellow light behind him and it reflects oh, off his skin. Oh, that's um, good then. You can see his shadows are like split on the floor because there's multiple sources of light. It's really well done. Uh, the motion's a bit janky, um, but compared to what we have, you know, we're used to, it's amazing. I'm so blown away by it. Yeah, it looks great, mm-hmm. as in the animation of it. Yeah. But I will say... It just looks too cute. The design we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I thought you'd say that. But when he got shoved out the ship at the end, I was like, oh, no. Like, I... I yeah, but you feel this that. cute thing now with the adipose, which is supposed to be that, cute That's well. what I was going to say. Night and day, though, isn't it? Night yeah. and day. Like, adipose are just, like, waving and stuff like that. This is just a little creature who just eats shit. I really like... I loved his, his, the first interaction with Jodie. Oh, when it eats the screwdriver? Um, when when she asks it a question, it just turns to her like Gorman's face and just like yeah. shows its teeth and just goes back to what he's doing. Like I just like really liked 
how it was animated. I hoped that it would just completely destroy the screwdriver and it would be gone. Mm, it's, it's disgusting. Why is the sonic screwdriver so overused now? It can do. It wasn't used that much in this episode. Was it not? Maybe I'm just used to Matt doing it all the time. Matt Smith is all, one of the worst. All he's the time. Always got all it in his hands. Time. He's, I odd. thought you were exaggerating, but it's genuinely... He's constantly got it. He's yeah. just doing stuff with it. Flicking with it. I think that's his, Stop like... Stop fiddling with it, because it'll, it'll drop off. That's his tick, I think, isn't it? Like, his acting... His blanket is fiddling with the screwdriver. Um, No. Do you not think? No, it's just generally a choice. I've seen him in, like, The Crown and stuff, and he's... He hasn't got a sonic screwdriver there, has he? Yeah, but usually if they're fiddling with it, you need to... No, I think it it's a thing that he's developed because it gets worse, doesn't it? The same with David Tennant. David Tennant's sort of... And his swallowing of burps. That gets <laughs> that gets worse as as he runs. Yeah, but don't forget, um, this is a big brand. And I think... After... Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, exactly. I think so. And if you've got the sonic screwdriver in your hand all the time, you're going to sell some toys. I just, uh, I'd, it's way too overused for me. Yeah. I just, just have it to open a door or occasionally like fix, mm. fix something. But it can scan things like, yeah, it's always doing something. Like if there's an issue, the sonic screwdriver will solve it. To be honest though, I prefer Matt Smith always using a screwdriver compared to Capaldi with his sunglasses and stuff like that. I hate it. It's that so... I hate. Matt's is just a little bit distracting, but his is fucking The Capaldi shit. stuff is oh, absolutely full of middle-aged joke yeah. thing. And Capaldi's well, a funny man. He's really funny. Yeah, but what he's given to work with is Stephen Awful. Moffat's humour. Yeah. And st- well, st- it's not even middle-aged humour. It's just Stephen Moffat thinks it's funny, yeah. but it isn't. No. And nobody laughs. Uh, does anybody find it funny? I don't know. Well, when we've had feedback on like the jokes... Yeah, yeah, it's it, always negative, isn't it? Yeah, everybody always says, and those jokes. Yeah. So it's just Stephen going, oh, people... <laughs> <laughs> you like that? No, you won't. <laughs> and why come look nobody... at this. Yeah. Peter, <laughs> Peter, come and have a look. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's great, Steve. Like, <laughs> it's great, Steve. Yes, yeah, good. Yeah. Can I, mean, I say a bit more plot? Um, Speaking of, I back to the story. Act two: um, Man pregnant, pilot heart. Man gives birth, pilot dies. Explosion eaten by the pating. They land on recess one. Yeah. Now, can we talk about this pregnant man? Yes, if we must. Uh, first thoughts when I saw him was like, "Fucking hell, we're doing this again." Where it's just, it's shoved down his throat. Like, men can be pregnant too. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, accepting of everyone, no matter what they. I think men can't get. I initially thought like that. This isn't what I I concluded though. Well. Like initially, I was thrown at that because I'm just, I you expect these things in Doctor Who now. These uh, things shoved yeah. down your throat. I hated it. I didn't hate it. Uh, no, it, was, just, it was unsettling though. I just thought it's stupid. It is stupid. It's got no point, like other than comic comic relief. And I didn't like the guy mm. that was playing it. And he's supposed to be an alien, isn't it? 
Yeah. So just make him, just paint him green. I've got the same in my notes. Just have him as an alien. Yeah. Um, and that's how old he used to do it. Yeah, but uh, not well, old, not old who. I, I suppose mean, old if, new who. Yeah, I suppose if they're gonna do it as some sort of um, trans social comment mm. kind of thing, then he has to be a person, really, doesn't he? I know because but only because of the interaction between him and Ryan. Yaz and Ryan yeah. and Graham. You know, for the for that thing to make sense and not just be a joke of like you know i mean i guess but but like russell t davis handled these things very well i know it was over like it it was shoved down your throat there and it was constant but it was i still think it was handled really well the social comment stuff yeah it was very underlying yeah like as a kid you wouldn't notice well like if i was a kid i'd be laughing at the screen because there's a pregnant man I suppose, yeah. It's I suppose as a kid, it's, it's so it distracting. Is funny. It pulls you right out of it. I really don't like it. It's CBBC. Yeah, is another element yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't mean that as a negative thing because I haven't seen a lot of the Sarah Jane Adventures. And what's the other thing? Um, oh God, the school class, class. The other Doctor Who spinoff is first time I'm hearing about this. Cole Hill School. What's that? Oh, the Quilting. No, the the school that Clara works in. Yeah. That there's a series based oh, on that school. God, all right. Written by Stephen Moffat. Oh God. Um. It's. It, I don't mean it as a bad thing of it being a bit CBBC. But. It just feels a little bit. Tacky. It feels like it's doing too much to be to like bring the whole family together. I think it's try it's trying to be a bit more family show rather than early teen. Yeah, you feel that. And it's doing it in a slightly too obvious way you by bringing that. some CBBC in and then bringing some more adult stuff mm. and leaving them very separate in the story. Yeah. So it feels a little bit jumpy in that respect, I think. It does, and there is a stark contrast between it as well there is with the cinematography and like CBBC content. I think you like, could... What yeah. is going on? And uh, I find that what I've seen with Jodie and Chibnall's um, run is that there's huge juxtapositions in each episode where things just clash, like you know, yeah. what we just mentioned, where Moffat would try and wiggle his way into, you know, writing jokes in there and stuff like that. And I just... Where Russell had a genuine idea of what he wanted to do and he went for it. He knew that he wanted to write his characters the way they were. Yeah. He knew he wanted to write the stories the way they were. And he definitely ran out of ideas by the end of yeah, his he run. Yeah, he did. Though. He did. Um like it's so obvious watching. And he's it. not used to making like, you know, four seasons of something. So he's like one off season or you know, short or something like that, or a film. Um but I'd say Russell is definitely the best writer we've had. Consistently you know, consistent wise. Yeah. There's so many good episodes of, you know, New Who, um, in the older series. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying yeah, I'm not saying excellent, but I'm just saying they're at least consistent. Where if you look at like Moffat's run, fucking hell, it's everywhere. Mostly shit, mostly shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan of it. I think for me, as New Who develops, I enjoy it more, and the further back I go, the less I enjoy it. Right. Okay. I'm I'm not a big fan of the Russell stuff. 
there's a lot mm. there's some standout stories and then I only seem to really sort of start enjoying it the last series of Capaldi and then now yeah I mean about, I'm only three episodes into last the season 10 yeah it's nowhere near as bad as it was uh, I mean I just watched an episode um, what did I say it was called I told you about it before uh, Thin, uh, ice. Thin Ice fucking hell ow right <laughs> oh. genuinely really good I didn't finish it finish it because I was busy I'd stop it but there was literally like not much wrong with it and it had kids in it again which, why is Capaldi who's got kids it must because he's an older man so just think right we've got to get hip with the kids yeah. there's more kids in there but and that's how you write I think kids in the story it's done well it's all Victorian Victorian London and mm. you got, well not talk about that are we but um, yeah I'm going to choose that soon that episode nice let's see how it ends as well um, so question yep you're a pregnant man yes does it come out of his arse or his mouth <sighs> oh I'm gonna go mouth. Hope so. You got a C-section for me. five minutes. Yes. With two umbilical cords. Mm. Anyway. Well, it's uh, yeah, it's making him an alien, isn't it? But just make him an alien then. Yeah. Like, what does it matter? Just make it an alien. I do like uh, Yaz and Ryan's scene though. These heartfelt moments. Yeah. They seem genuine. They don't seem forced like Moffat does, usually does. The most annoying thing for me with Ryan is his accent is not... He's not from up north. I think he's... Do you want to say that again? He's not from up north, is he? I think he's... I don't know. I think he's a Londoner. Is he? Yeah. So his accent's very weird. Like, I mean, he might have lived in the north and moved south when he was like five or something. You never know. Guess not. Guess I don't know anything. <laughs> we'll get onto your story soon. Um, so let's talk about just how much is going on in this episode and how well it's handled. Mm. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, we got the pilot with Pilot's Heart, the relationship with her brother. What dreadful name for a disease. Well, it's not the name of disease, but I think it's a slang term for the disease. What's the other one? Uh, what do you mean? There's another disease, isn't there? Jody says, is it... Oh, yeah, I can't remember. <gasps> pilot's heart. Yeah. I thought it was quite believable. Like, some, someone would call it pilot's heart. Yeah, maybe. I don't know why. Don't it just sounds like slang for a disease. Yeah. Trench like chicken pox or something like that. That sounds like shit. Yeah. Whatever. Um... <laughs> Yeah, our soul's death, uh, the pregnancy, uh, sibling trouble. You got obviously the monster, um, automated destination. Uh, you got the Ryan's past and dealing with his dad and stuff like that, which he seems to always do. Fucking hell, he's got he's troubled, isn't he's he? He's very troubled. I think he needs to stop traveling and actually yeah, go, go see on. someone because yeah. it's he's twenty odd now and it's it's still really affecting him. Yeah, uh, which it ought to. I mean, his mum died young didn't she or left or something I uh, don't know oh, no she died of a heart attack yes he says that yeah. in the story doesn't he and then his dad died no his dad's alive is he oh he just left 
Yeah, it just doesn't. He hasn't seen him since oh, his okay. nan's funeral, I think. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and his nan died. Yeah. Christ dropping like flies. I know. Yeah, I think he needs to go see someone. Perhaps it's him. a bit too much that. Perhaps he's cursed. Maybe the curse. <laughs> um. Yeah, and the ass trying to get close to him. It does seem like she's trying to get close to him. I don't know. Maybe she just relates to him. Um, and like family issues, I don't know. But she doesn't really seem to have family issues. I just want to know why they have this connection. They probably they probably do have a bit of a thing, don't they? But it seems like it. I like it that way. That it's not rammed down your throat. No, they're not like shagging in the back room. And then... <laughs> shagging. No, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like... No, I know what you mean. And it's not like I want them to. And there hasn't just... been a kiss. So Thank I'm, God. I'm happy about that. And I really hope they're just generally friends. That would be nice. Oh. She generally just wants to connect with him. Yeah. She's just being nice. What a fucking nice change that'll be. But I'm just expecting this because I'm so brainwashed with I it. I don't even think there was a kiss when they left. I'm, I expect a kiss on the cheek. I don't think there is. Fucking hell. A hug. A th- yeah. Oh. Um, a zero contact COVID yeah. hug. And of course, the, the tip of the ice... The... the, the Bottom of the iceberg or tip of the iceberg, I don't know. But the real meat of the story the is... crooks. Yeah, Graham. Yeah. No, it's not. What are you agreeing to? No, it's like, yeah. Oh. He doesn't do anything. No. What's he there for? He just talks about called the midwife. And... Yeah. Well, I turn away at the gory bits. Go and do the chase. <laughs> no fuckers watching it. Ah, uh, yeah, they are. Do you watch the chase? It's one I of those... I can't bear you... it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like eggheads. Do you remember that? I never. Is that still yeah, on? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Just clever people, isn't it? Who can just show off by answering questions quick. Hate it. Hmm. It's like I'd never win it. They would. But, well, you don't get a specialist subject, do you? No, it's just random shit. Oh, I've had it then. Yeah. Yeah, then. Um. No, it, and it splits all the characters and, and by the way in the story in twos did you notice two but two yeah apart from when arsehole dies and the doctor's alone mm. but everyone else has got a partner I thought it was a nice decision I don't know it just seemed like everyone had time to breathe in the story especially all that's going on I think, and you have yeah. that urgency constantly if not the monster the pregnancy if not that the explosion if not that you know and it, twice it didn't go right. And if, I love how in the first instance someone died I think straight it, away. And yeah. the doctor does do that, but I really like it when it does it because it's like, oh, they're not, you know, this might actually happen. The ship might explode and people might die. I think one of the issues is that the doctor ends up doing everything. Yeah. Whereas like the compa- it's like, it's like Yaz says, right, I'll set them up, you knock them in. Hmm. And it's just a bit, just let, why can't Yaz do something? Or why can't the companions have some sort of an impact? Mm. Rather than sort of... Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But this is, again, it's early in the series. And it's always the way. Always the way. With every yeah. Doctor, they always handle it. And I think of Clara was exactly the same. And by the end of it, she was, like, she was on a roll. She yeah. was doing it on her own. I do like Clara. To the point where she went off with me. Not me. The character me. And in her own TARDIS. Uh, fucking hell. I'd never said anything about that, did I? Oh, uh, in the cafe. I'm just going to leave it. 
I forgot about this. Yeah. And I can see it in my head now, Clara then, too, and in me. the TARDIS. We're going to go on an adventure. Fucking hell. Oh, I'll drop you off God. first. Is that all right, Maisie? Was well, that supposed to be a spin-off series or Jesus something? Jesus Christ. What a terrible idea. Me and Clara. Aye. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we review it. That's a whole other thing. How to ruin a companion story. Anyway. Or a wasp's nest. Um, but yeah, I think really handled a lot of these 10 situations very well. Yeah. Um, gave them all time to breathe. Uh, I like how the monster wasn't really a huge part in it. Yeah. But yeah, he was in a, in a sense. like It's more of a sort of... Um... It's a problem. It's a conundrum, isn't it? Rather than yeah, it generally a is monster. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on, and yeah, it needs to sort something. It's not as if it's attacking them, no. But it's affecting their surroundings, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's the. If not for eating the ship, it'll be because the ship will automatically destroy itself because there's a biohazard, yeah. foreign body. Mm-hmm. I think I honestly think the story was actually pretty good. But yeah, all the ideas were there. Yeah, for me, it's it was the dialogue, and the acting, and the yeah. story. And the, no, <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, the it's, dialogue wasn't awful. It wasn't. There wasn't. But, there wasn't a lot. There was a few bits where I thought, oh god, mm. like yeah, I closed my eyes thinking, mm. have you said that out loud with <laughs> you know. Did you re- do that in rehearsal? There's a lot of that, that isn't right. there, where there's, there's yeah. lines that you just... Example. Undeliverable. Example. Example. I can't give you any off the top of my head. Right. I'm so I'm just think. taking your word for it. I'm just trying to think. There was, there was a few that... Well, there always is, though, isn't there? Even in old uh, two. There's lines that just... Nobody would ever say. You would Because you don't talk like that. And the characters don't talk like that when they're speaking about normal things. But then out of the blue, they say something weird. Mm. It's, you know... I it all... I'm trying to... You need an example. Yeah, I do, don't I? Yeah. If you wrote notes... <laughs> if you wrote notes... Yeah. Yeah. I suppose, you know, there was... I think there was a bit of it in... You know, when they go to the antimatter room. Not antimatter room. Like the engine thing. Yeah, the spiral thing. Spiral. It is an- yeah, the antimatter, the antimatter thing. Yeah. thing. It's like the CERN. And they have the big... The Doctor has that big... say big speech. It's like... Did you not like seconds. it? No. I really liked it. I just thought it was a bit... It's, it, it's her delivery of it, I think. No, I, I really liked it. She showed great passion in something that she generally found really cool. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, yeah. yeah I'm not, that, I, I, don't, like, I, I don't doubt that. And now I, uh, that worked uh, 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 for me. I, I was like, you know what? That is really cool. How like, that's how technology goes. Like this massive fucking thing that's miles long in you know the CERN in you know, CERN Switzerland, yeah. uh, where Brian Cox lives, and um, lives there now. Yeah, and that's what technology just shrinks it to like the size of like an iPhone. And mm. I just thought it was really cool. I don't know what it was, and she delivered it like she was really, really impressed by it, and I was impressed by it. Yeah. I just, I I like that scene, but I do know what you mean. But you know what you're saying. It, yeah. What 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 did you have issue with with that scene? Just it felt a bit out of the blue. And I know her doctor is a little bit like that, isn't it? Where she sort of snaps. Hmm. 
into sort of doing stuff. But it's a delivery of stuff like that for me. Okay. Anything that's sort of... <laughs> Anything that's sort of... Um, serious kind of info dump sort of stuff. She has a very... CBBC delivery of that sort of stuff, I think. That's where, for me, her acting gets a little bit ropey. Mm. Is whenever there's sort of serious... Yeah, that sort of serious stuff. I just don't think she handles it very well. Or the... I don't. I don't even think it's her fault. I think it's it's a bit of everything. She's working with some sort of ropey stuff, and she's been told to play it in a certain way. So mm. she's just doing what she's told, really. You know. Mm. So it's not. I suppose it's not really her to blame. But we'll but, blame her anyway. Yeah, it's <laughs> blame. It's easier, isn't it? Yeah, it's blame the woman. Um, wow. Act three. I guess. I mean, stuff happens, and he gives birth and things like that, and whatever. Yeah. Um, we talked about that scene. Yeah, with the monster. And... I quite like the piloting of the ship. Mm. You know where they wire her in. Mm. Thought it was pretty good. I like the sort of what you call that it's sort very, of stuff. That scene is very old. Who? Yes. Very much getting strapped into something. Yeah. Like this is how I control the ship. Um, I'm thinking straight away to. Uh, Joe, the episode that episode twelve that you fucked up. Oh, Warriors of the Deep. Yeah. Oh yeah, where the yeah, yeah, straps yeah. in at the end and the doctor has to do it. Yeah. Very much like that. I really appreciate. What was that. it? It's to to arm the weapons, isn't mm. it? I think you've got to have a human Dumb. brain. Dumb. Well, um, fuck, they're shooting at us now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, but it it it's great. Yeah. But. It paid homage. Homage. Homogi. Oh. Homogi to um, Aldo without seeming stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Do you remember that? No. Shit. Uh, yeah. Great. Yeah. And can you believe this is the worst rated new Who dog? No, character? I can't. I, Isn't I, that insane? I think there's a mistake there. Yeah, there has to be. It's not. There's no way no. it can be. There's no way. This is worse than Last of the Time Worlds. What? The fuck? Yeah, There's no, this no. a huge mistake. It's generally yeah. a pretty good episode. I was impressed. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's handled really well. It doesn't even, like... Red. Red. No, it's... This, it's not amazingly brilliant, but it's, it's a solid story. It is solid, isn't even, it? It's well-crafted. This is in the middle of the series, isn't it, I think? Mm. Is it? No, it's it's quite early on. I think it's like four... episode five. Episode five okay. of it's almost halfway through. Was it eleven in this? I don't know. I, I just said know. I don't know. Wow. Why don't you fuck you then? Yeah, episode five. So by this point, you'd be expecting a little bit of filler, and it is a filler, really. I know, but usually but... filler aren't handled as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's quite a it's a. Nice standalone story. It is, um, and that's what Classica used to have because yeah. it wasn't. Well, we said this in the question yeah. and answer where, like, what's missing? Yeah. Well, should have done my research, didn't I, before I answered that? Well, yeah. Because they are a bit more standalone now, I think. Yeah. 
the not so much with season twelve because you got that whole master arc, and now you got the timeless children, and you got the Joe Martin Doctor. Like maybe they're going back because season eleven was pretty much a failure. Like yeah. it was, you know, it was it wasn't great. Right. I think they bucked their ideas up a bit for season twelve, mm. but I think by doing that, they sort of fell back into the trap of well, you need to have this thing that goes through the series, and you need to have this oh, thing like that goes Moffat through. The... Does yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which you know, fair enough. Perhaps you do need a bit of that. Yeah, but and it's. I, I mean, think it's contemporary, these... isn't it? It's just what happens. Um, and he's just done really well, and. Yeah, I I don't think there's I don't Not think there's Doctor anything I mean, seasonal. Yeah, season shows. eleven, I don't think there's anything. All the stories seem to stand alone quite, quite well. I don't know, I don't know. Um, but they must do because I remember them. Like I said, yeah. Don't know why I remember them so well. Yeah, I think that's that's why a lot um, of New Who doesn't really stick in my mind because no. it tends to be the series. Like I can think start, of what happened finish, in that season. Start finish of this that season middle. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, do you want to rate it? Yeah. Uh, well, have I convinced you and changed your mind about this episode at all? Uh, I think we, I think we, it was we were pretty similar starting off. Okay. It's not, it's not strong. It's not like God, that was great, but it's a lot better than you think it's going to be. Yeah, I'd say it's strong. I'd say it's strong. It's not. Uh... It's all right. I'm not saying strong is in it's brilliant or anything like that, but it's strong. It does yeah, what it does, it does. exactly. It, yeah, it's it, a solid story. It does what it does. It is what it is. Yeah, say la vie. It's um, yeah. I don't think it's great. No. Um, there's some poor acting. Mm-hmm. There's some right dodgy dialogue. Mm. The sets are fantastic though. Mm-hmm. Music's pretty good. Sagan Akinola's... Effects are great. Yeah. Oh, there's a lovely shot of the uh, monster going down in this like vent, and there's an explosion. Oh, yeah, and yeah. The sparks line. Oh, fucking hell, it looks great. Oh. Uh, there's, yeah, there's there's quite a lot to like. Sagan Akinola, I do prefer him to Murray Gold. I think I do as well. Uh, it's a bit more sparse. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm more God, fond of that. Could you imagine... Murray Gold having this constant doom de doom de doom de doom as they're running through the yeah. corridors trying to fuck off. I can't be arsed with that anymore. No. So dun, much dun, better. Dun, 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 this is dun, so dun, much better. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. It's just doing that film thing, isn't it? And, yeah. You know, we said this really in the bonus in the one with Tim, where it, Tim said it's just it's just how it is now, isn't it? Or was at, you know at that point? Yeah, that time. Yeah. That it was just you got to make everything big. Like you know, mm. it's got to reflect. But I think Sagan Akinola does does a pretty good job. Yeah. I don't know who his arranger is because a lot of a lot of the time, people don't really give credit to the arrangers. Whereas, because that's a lot of the thing with the with the the theme tune that Delia Derbyshire wasn't given any credit, and really she was the arranger. She wasn't the composer. Mm. She didn't write the theme tune. She arranged it. But the arrangers do a hell of a lot of work with what the composer gives them. Mm. So, who was Murray's... Was it Ben somebody? I think it was Ben something. Ben Foster. 
Is it Ben Foster? I think it is. It might be Ben Foster. No fucking clue. You're asking the wrong person. Uh, well, you know, he probably had a lot of the legwork to do on Murray's stuff. Mm. You know, they they basically they're just orchestrating it. And now is an interview with Murray Gold. You right, Murray? Oh yeah, yeah. Hi, Luke. Oh. You right? Splendid as always. Mm. Splendid as always. Been spending. Splendid. Oh yeah, yeah. Spending <laughs> like a bitch. Like. <laughs> Like a bitch. <laughs> What's your most recent purchase or your, like your biggest purchase? Oh, gotta be the Oxford kit. What's that? Uh, pencil, protractor, compass, all in one handy metal tin. Right. Why'd you get that for? Everybody's got one. Why mm. can't I? Let's put it to uh, Russell. No. Hmm. You spoke to Steve. Uh, I mean, we uh, we connected on uh, LinkedIn about two weeks ago. How'd that go? Uh, it was fine. I mean, we met up for a vegan mocha locker and uh, a uh, honey bread short cake. It was fine, you know, mm. bounce some ideas, bit of brainstorm. Oh, you got uh, something new planned? No, 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 just uh, just, just in general. And, uh, like reminisce. Got on with our lives, I say. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be time. Mm. Mm. So what do you like to do in your spare time? Do you write music or? No, 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 no. Um... Mostly, mostly, I uh, I collect um, some items and I resell them. Is that like? Is that a hobby or is that like a job? Uh, is it your new job? I mean, what the tax man don't know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's uh, yeah. so. It's your new job then. Your words, not mine, buddy. Buddy, <laughs> fuck you, Maury. God, you're a cunt. God, you are a cunt. Oh, you know, I've been working on this Radio Four documentary recently. Yeah, and uh, they really. <laughs> They're really happy with what I'm giving them. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They just can we get a sample? Well, so let me set the scene for you. It's uh, a document. Uh, I say a documentary. It's a a sitcom, mm. a situation comedy, yep. uh, based in a tower block. Okay. Okay. It's sort of uh, IT crowd meets. Only Fools and Horses right. meets Alien. Right. Bit of a mishmash. Mm. Uh, it's going places, though. Oh, really? Really up, up, up into the business sky of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> into the business sky. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it feels like you're fucking an eagle. Like, it's so good. 
Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So. (coughs) So. So we're talking like it's it's a it's the next big thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Netflix, uh, we're just shitting on them, right. shitting all over them at the minute. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they they needed some sele- a select few uh, themes or motifs, as I prefer to say. And what can I say? They asked my providers. Right. Um, sorry, I I feel they were very original. Okay. You know, uh, the directors, producers, all of the crew mm. were basically blown away with what I was giving them. Oh, okay. Which I'd say was, you know, Murray standard. Right. Or as everybody else would say, gold standard. Um. So what was your inspiration for... Uh, Disney piece. Mostly, it came from me. I see myself as somewhat of the conduit mm. in which God really siphons his creativity through me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, my hands land on the strings or on the keys or uh, whichever instrument I choose to pick up. And creativity just sort of flows. Mm. Uh, and when it starts, I really can't stop. I don't want to. You know, it's just addictive. Mm. It's it, it's it's my heroin. Heroin. Fuck you. Um, okay, so can we, can we hear it or... I mean, yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, do you want me to paint a picture for you? Yeah, please. Do you want me to paint it audibly, or would you like me to tell you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the uh, first... Layman's terms. The first piece um, is somewhat of uh, action. Action. Uh, there's a scene... I can't give too much away. Yeah. Uh hasn't broadcast yet but um but it's it's just suggest yeah we're we're yeah it's basically just this is an action scene mm. uh so i've sort of based it in a minor key okay um it's slightly out of tune but don't worry about it uh i'm sure you can uh, sort that out for me um i don't okay Okay, sort of three chords rambling around, but that's not the interesting bit. Okay. The main part for me is the melody, and to be fair, I think I've really cracked it this Can time. Can we please hear it? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, buckle up, mm. fuck boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. 
So that's the main motif that I've got. Um, after that, we move to a middle eight section. Uh, I don't really think I could give you any more than that uh, without, uh, you know, sign away my rights. Murray. Yeah. You're a fucking snake. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people say that, but I just take it as a compliment. I'm the conduit. Uh, so, have you got anything original or... Uh, that is original. Yeah, okay. Um, what I will say... Have you known for like recycling a lot of your... Can I just say, great art- good artists borrow, great artists steal. And who better to steal from than moi? And you just recycle. I am very much recycle with Michael. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Rrr. You're exhausting to talk to. Well, a lot of people compare me to sort of Tinky Winky on an E, but um <laughs> Tinky Winky on an E <laughs> Tinky Winky on an E <laughs> So, have you got anything more to share with us today, Mario? What would you like to see? I don't want to Uh, see anything. Well, what can we expect? Like, what are you hoping for in the future? Will we see you return to Doctor Who? Oh, God, no. No. Um, But I will say... (laughs) I will say that um, you should keep an eye out. You're a fucking twat. (laughs) I hate that. It's... um, Keep an eye out for me. Yeah, keep an eye out. You know, uh, follow me on my Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, you can follow me on all the usuals. Mm. It's mostly LinkedIn that I'm in now. Me and the boys from the Audi garage. Uh, you know, we're, <laughs> we're like that. <laughs> the Audi garage. Did you get a new Audi, did you? Yeah. Traded in the Skoda Fabia. <laughs> the Skoda Fabula. Um, Fabula. Yes, uh, traded in the Skoda Fabia for a uh, A1. Uh, hard top convertible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Um, and yeah, the guys... The, 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 shout out to the guys in uh, Audi, uh, Audi Coventry. God... They were a godsend. Now on LinkedIn, are they? Oh, yeah. We're all together. Mm. Yeah. I pop in now and again, give them a camper choo-choos and, you know, drop them a line every now and again. Uh, they don't always answer, but they are busy. Mm. Uh, it's nothing personal. 
You know, it is what it is. I'm a man of the world. Man of the world. You got any dates set with Moffat? Uh, we're supposed to be trying out a uh, noodle bar. Right. Pretty soon. Obviously, when COVID restrictions uh, are laxed. Did you get the vaccine? The who? The vaccine. Vaccine. The band. The COVID nineteen vaccination program. Are you a part of it? Did if you, get- you are asking me if I have subjected my body to government control, the answer would be fuck yes. Take me, baby. I'm yours. Right. All right then. Uh, I'm going to cut this short then. Um, my ears hurt. Um, I think. All right. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for having me. Always remember to flush. Okay. See you later. Bye bye. Flush away the bad. Bye bye, Maury. <laughs> bye, Maury. Bye. So yeah, so I don't think I think it's pretty good. It's a pretty solid story, I suppose. Winky winky on an E. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it's nothing like amazing. But it's it's pretty strong. I think. Solid. Yeah, it's a solid. It's a, yeah, it's a solid. I I'm gonna give it a green. It's a low green, but, you know, it's dim green, but... Yeah, I'm... G- it's I, just too well-crafted to not be. I don't... Like, yeah, there's the shortcomings and, like, the dialogue and stuff like that, but it's just so coherent and you can really get a sense of what they were going for, and I think they achieved it. I think, yeah. I, I don't think I can quite push myself to give you give it a green. Mm. I'm going to give it a re- an amber. Okay. Um, but it's it, it's close to green. Yeah, my mind's like a little bit more on because I, I think I just really. I think that's it's the only it thing with like doing the three colors that it's a bit vague. There's not a lot of choice with the know, three but, colors, is there? But no, but that's why I'm. I'm saying if they're dim or bright or you know I'm thinking outside the box here, you know. Yeah, can I just go off the cuff? Um, I think yeah, the numbers don't really do anything. Like when you say no. seven, right? So it's like a bit better than average, or yeah, I don't know what that so what, I, what means. But. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go amber yeah. with a hint of green. Okay, just because there's some Box. bits that I really like, and then there's other bits that it used to be a green <clears throat> light faded in the light. Yeah, so it's looking quite amber, and they changed the bulb, but it's not. Yeah, it's not right. So it's like a weak, very very weak green. It's, it's an amber. Yeah. So I'm going to go Amber. All right. Okay. So that's the end of the Shuran and Con. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyable. Your turn. Come on. So my story this week is The Dominators, Season 6, Serial 1, aired from the 10th of August to the 7th of September, 1968, written by Norman Ashby. Directed by Maurice Barry, produced by Peter Bryant, and music by... Maury Gold. Nobody. Eh? There's no music in it. It is five episodes long. Would you like a synopsis? Mm. When two belligerent dominators and their robotic servant, Quarks, 
land on a peaceful planet Dulcis, planning to drop a radioactive seed into the planet's core to refuel their spaceship. The second Doctor, Jamie and Zoe, must attempt to inspire the pacifist Dulcians to resist. I think that's the first time I've ever read a synopsis straight through. <laughs> well done. So, what did you think? Now, my episode and your episode are both up there as, like, shite. Yeah. Uh, however, I don't agree with either one being shite. I think this one was watchable. Um, I enjoyed the story. Uh, one episode too long, but performances were great. The story was nothing spectacular, but at least God was going on. It was just a bit miserable. It's it, very depressing. It is quite a dark story, isn't it, really? It's not dark, it's just everyone just is miserable. <laughs> oh, mopey. Yeah, mopey. Mopey. Um, yeah, that's my little review. Yeah. What about you, you fucking twat? Um, it's a tricky one. Adds a bit of tension, that doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a, a lot of nostalgia for this one. So I had this on video first. You say this every uh, week, and I I watched it that much. The tape wore out. Wore out. Uh, so I actually and it did. So I had to buy it on DVD. DVD. Um, and I watched that. 2000... 2003? One. Uh, no, yeah. So I had this on video here. This mm. was the one video that I kept in my nines. Why? Don't know. Just kept the Dominators over here. Right. Don't know. I don't know why, really. So, uh, instantly, whenever I watch the Dominators, I want, always want to have me tea. <laughs> Just always that tea time. Yeah, tea time. Mm. What are you going to watch? Dominate. That again. Yeah. yeah, every day. Um, I think it's. I I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's one of the ones I think about when I think of Troughton. But I do th- I do tend to think of a lot of them. Mm. They all stand out quite well to me. Mm. But I think the Dominators is pretty good. It's not yeah. excellent. No, there's a lot of flaws with it. But I think the story's quite strong. The acting's pretty strong. A lot of walls as well. Walls for days. So, should we break down the stories a little bit? Just a little bit. Not don't go way. We'll skim. Well, the thing is, we have to skim through it a bit because the the sort of the main point of the plot is quite thin. Like, not a lot happens. So, I think I'll sum up for you if you want. Go on. So go on, sum up the story in one word. Shit. <laughs> um, so, two little... Ba- right, so there's this planet, and they're all, like, hippie. So, these two bastards come down with their robots. Robots. And who like to roll their R's? <laughs> that is so funny. Um... And look like they're always hugging themselves. Um, 
two bastards come down. Mm. Like, right, we need workers. We're, 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 our energy supplies are low, so we'll need. Come on, crack on. Yeah. Um, so then there's this city place. who are like, yeah, they're, they're just shit, really. They just sit around and don't like fighting. Or they don't, it's all peaceful. Pacifists. Whatever. Uh, you can call them what you want. People can't be asked. Um, lazy. Lazy. <laughs> lazy. Uh, and then the doctor turns up just because they're on holiday, isn't it? And yeah, they see a spaceship. Uh, I think the description was it's round and it's metal. Right. Thanks for that one. So they go see these guys in uh, the museum. Right, right. With what? There's a girl here who's studying. Yeah, had to be, I don't know, some expert in like the nuclear past that the place had. And then, long story short, they capture some of the workers, make them mine. The doctor goes to and from the city. Mm. Um, Roberts come out. No one believes them until they do, because they have a brainwave in the fourth episode. Like, should we turn on the monitors to actually have a look? <coughs> should we? Sh- all right, we'll have a look. Should we just turn on the cameras and have a look for ourselves? And as soon as they do, a robot's there. Right, right okay. Um, yeah, the, the only thing I didn't really understand was like, what are they mining for? They're they're sending the bomb thing. They're gonna they're gonna make the lava radioactive to use it as fuel. Yeah, and like turn the whole planet into like this lava planet thing into a big petrol can yeah yeah um and then they stop it somehow by like drilling a hole to the side of it and like catch it and just yeah. fall okay <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> jamie says jamie says it, dropped like, it jamie says it, i'm like <laughs> what <laughs> i just thought <laughs> what are you laughing at whoa shit <laughs> <laughs> be hot wouldn't it probably boiling wouldn't yeah. it some trout running with it across the field scalding hands yeah um, yeah and then that's it really apart from the fact that Troutin goes back to the ship puts the bomb there in there runs away with a little smile on his face and just watches the fireworks <laughs> and they blow up I was like, fucking hell. Murderer. There's, He's got no issue with murdering. No issue at all. Don't give a shit. Passive. It's, um... That's pretty much the story, isn't it? Yeah, there's not a lot to it, is there? Um, I think when I sent in some feedback to the Crinoid podcast, 2020, maybe? Last year? I, I think I said it there, where the plot is interesting... But essentially, the Dominators arrive because they want to refuel. They enslave a load of people. They attempt to blow up the planet, but then the Doctor blows them up. There's not a lot else that goes on, really. Oh, really? The robots are f- like thick as shit. Robots. Um. Quarks! Yeah, that's it, really it. Uh, yeah. I honestly don't have a lot to say about the story, to be honest, so you have to carry it. It is quite thin, isn't it? There's yeah. a lot going on, but there isn't at the same time. Mm. It's weird. There's lots of, like, nice little 
scenes. Yeah. Um, mainly ones with Trout and Jamie. Well, this supposedly is one of Troughton's favourites. Right. Because he asked this to be shown... What was the convention where he died? Wow. Whatever it was, whenever... 86, Hmm. 87. He asked for this to be shown on his birthday. Hmm. But then again, I have heard that the Space Pirates was his favourite. I heard that... So, I heard uh, Invasion was his favourite. I heard that Power of the Daleks was his favourite. I don't know any others. So, um, I heard that Moonbase was his favourite. Ooh, a goodie. Um, hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a bit of a mixed bag, but I, I really enjoy it. I always have. Hmm. i got a lot of time for it. Yes, it is an episode too long. Yeah. It was originally going to be a six-parter. but they cut it down to five and I think they could have quite easily cut it down to four yeah there's loads of scenes that you just did not need loads yeah um well should we mainly like the politics talking in the city like well for me they're just talking about the obvious I don't think there's any need to go to the citadel not really whatever they call it they don't call it that do they don't know but everyone's in a weird outfit Awful. Can we before we go into it? Can we mm. just go through these costumes? Mm. First off, the Dominators in their sort of—I don't even know what you'd call it—like a life jacket, a big puffer. It looks like thing. Where they're from, you know, uh, monkey nuts. Yes, looks like they got giant ones of them. Mm. Big know, nuts. Yeah, they got big nuts on the backs. Yeah. You got some big... Well, they can't really move their head, can they? So they're sort of stuck. Yeah. You know. It's it's like that. It's like they've just been the typical villain, like Cyberman or something like that. Like they don't move their heads; just tilt the whole body and speak in like one yeah. word. So, you know. I think they're quite good, though. I, I think. No, I don't agree. Oh right. <sighs> I don't think they're good at all. They're just boring. They're so depressing. Little slave. Oh, most of them. <laughs> and then you get the costumes for the Dulcians. Do you? The Dulcians. Which are dreadful. The shower curtains and like. The yeah. Well, they're sort of like that, skirts. like ribbed. It's it looks like a fairy cake. Fairy. Uh, yeah, base. yeah. Doesn't yeah, it? Ridged. And all of the, the all of the female costumes are. It does them no favors, does the it? Line? Makes you look more like a woman or more feminine. Well, the, it's I can't think she what they call it. Zoe says it's just impractical. The, the, I'm sure Jim said this in the Crinoid podcast, mm. and I can't think what the word is for it. Where the the um, where a dress is starts there. Can you see where I'm pointing? I don't want to say it. Under the Ooh, ribs, the things under that area. Tits. Yes. What do you call it? It starts there, but it just makes everybody look a bit frumpy. Frumpy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Zoe. Like a corset. Zoe's tiny. Yeah. And she's like a stick as well. Yeah. But with that dress on, she starts to look like fat. A, well, she, she looks, looks like a Russian fat. doll. She doesn't at all. No, but do you know what I mean? It makes it's a weird because this sort it of it doesn't complement their figure. 
nicely put. Saying tits like they're fat. <laughs> Fucking hell. Because <laughs> I think they're wearing like a swimsuit, aren't they? Under it. It's, with like a skirt tight. on top of it. It's tight. Yeah. It's very tight. Uncomfortable. Horrendous time. Mm. And then you... Don't bend over. Don't. Don't. No. Leave that rock on the floor mm. where it is. Um, And then we've got the quarks. <laughs> now... Little... Little, I, little bins. I think this might be a bit controversial. I think they're great. I really like the quarks. It's not controversial. It's wrong. <laughs> they're great. Oh yeah, I think Where they're great. I just think they're great. But right up, right up. Oh. Just little little fridges. Fridges. The crap. There's children in them. No, there isn't. Yeah, there is. Yeah, they get blown up. I know. And I tell you Do what. Remember when? Uh, I think it's the fifth episode. Where Jamie's running away from him with the, that guy who's got a horrendous ball spot. <laughs> Are you talking about where the massive polystyrene rock falls yeah. on it and it's just there going. No, before that. Oh. They're throwing like little devices down. Oh, and it just goes. <laughs> one like hits him. It's like, oh, you'll need another one. All right. <gasps> yeah, and, and it explodes into bits. His little smoking Fuck. boots. Yeah. <laughs> his little smoking boots. Ah. <laughs> oh. I tell you what, though. This story is full of massive explosions. Yeah. You know, like when the quacks at the beginning, they blow up Cully's um, lemon squeezer pod thing. What's the little travel capsule that they're all in at the beginning? You know when Cully's doing yeah, his little tour? Yeah, I don't know what they are. It looks like a lemon squeezer, like a lemon juicer. It looks like a dildo. <laughs> when they blow it up, that explosion is massive. Mm. There's loads of this in Classic Who, isn't there? Where, like, yeah, it'll only be a little little explosion. Fuck. Quite a lot of Matt Smiths as well. Overblown. Era. Just, like, lots of explosions. Hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm hoping in Jodie's, because we saw a nice explosion in this episode that I chose as well. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mention the outfits on my episode. I really liked how they're all in very different outfits. Yeah. All of them. Very different outfits. They all got their own character. Nice. All right. So, Sorry about that. We so we've touched on a lot of the things. So we'll but we'll break down the story a little bit. So episode one: the Dominators, Navigator Argo, and Probationer Toba uh, land on Dulcis. Argue, send some quacks to survey the land. Collie is shown a group of Dulcians around the island of death. They crash. Uh, the Dominators spot the Dulcians, kill them, then argue. Dr. Jamie Zoe arrive. Uh, Dominators then cause the massive explosion of the lemon squeezer mm. thing. That's where that big, huge bang is. Um, the Doctor and Jamie then get threatened by a quack. Or a quack, as I've written in my notes. <laughs> quack. <laughs> yeah, episode one. I think episode one's pretty good. Uh, th- for me, one and five, I think, are the, my favourites. Uh, I like episode one. It's got really nice... Feel to us. Well, it opens. It. it opens with that dreadful model shot of all of the spaceships flying in tandem. Oh, I liked it. You can see the wire, but yeah, but it's it's charming, but it's it's not very good. I but then it's quite it, effective. It, th- but then it cuts to that model shot of. <laughs> Listen to me. I and thought it's quite effective. Yeah. So again, you're wrong. Yeah, and then it cuts to the. Um, like the model of the Dominator ship landing. Yeah. I think that's that one's good. That's like, a good model shot. Like, uh, 
like a spaceship. Uh, the Dalek, I always forget his name. The Remembrance, of, I don't know what it's called. The Daleks one. Yeah. You know, when they go to... Yeah, when the Daleks trying to get invisible. Planet of the Daleks. Of course, your fouls. It's not that one, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, so episode two, Doctor and Jamie. What point was. <clears throat> don't know. Episode two, uh, the Doctor and Jamie get probed. Cully and Zoe go to the city. Uh, Cully gets found out about his uh, Cully's Adventures Limited or whatever it's called. It's called something like that, isn't it? Cully's Adventure Company in the museum. No, you know what? You know where he's. You in know the where, museum? No, you know where he's travelling round? Taking all of those people to the Island of Death. What a terrible name. Death. The Island of Death. Uh, that He's got like his own little tour company that he's doing illegal tours. That's called Cully's... Cully's Adventures Limited. I mean, if you don't want to get found out... <laughs> Cully, son of the chief... Tours. <laughs> Tours. It's crap. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, Lazy. The Doctor and Jamie then get tested for their intelligence. I thought that was a really nice bit of episode two. Mm. You know where they do the... the um Yeah. Yeah. You know. And they say, they say, well, what, what's... What's... What... Oh, Christ. They say, what, um... What's more dangerous? A clever... A clever prisoner or, or a... An intelligent prisoner or a thick one? A thick one. No, an t- intelligent one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was. I thought it was really nice. That mm. I like. I like it when the doctor plays dumb because mm. he does it quite a lot in this, doesn't he? Especially but with we're the... not privy to it until after the fact. Not privy. Privy, privy, privy. But we're not privy to it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Look like a rabbit! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What's that? It's his feet. His feet. Um, episode three looks fantastic. Did you notice the big jump in episode three? No. So episode three is filmed on thirty-five millimeter film, film rather than the PAL however many line video hmm. so it looks really clear I didn't notice oh honestly if you go have a look now <laughs> I, th- I just can't but episode 3 just looks so yeah. good but yeah episode I think episode 3 looks great yeah um, so the Dominators enslave Zoe and co whilst the Doctor and Jamie make their way back to Zoe because they've got this constant, the Doctor and Jamie are here, Zoe and Cully mm. are here, and they keep missing each other. Like my episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rattled someone car, someone's car there. <laughs> Glove box rattling. Yeah. Oh. Um, like, to get people staring at them if they're parked in shopping centres. And... <laughs> it's 
phone's ringing. <laughs> Why is it that when phones ring in the car, it's dead loud, but when they're speaking, you can't really hear it? Yeah. Why is it the phone bit, you know, the ringing sound? It's dead loud. You can Hello? In the cars. Wow. But yeah, so episode three. Um... Yeah, the Dulcians, this is the point where they decide what they're going to do about, uh, about the whole situation. Uh, there's a massive explosion when Jamie kills the quack with his little steaming feet. And when they're... When, yeah, you know when they clear the site? They're clearing the site for drilling, aren't they? Yeah. When they're picking up those massive rocks. Yeah. Like, as if... Like, they look like they're struggling, hmm. but it's so obviously polystyrene. <laughs> Episode 4, the Dominators argue, send everyone back out to clear the drill site. Jamie and Cully are stuck in the bunker, but then suddenly escape. Have you, did you notice that? Yeah, you know they when, climbed out of the ladder. Like, they're battering the top, yeah. and they're like, oh, no. Oh. And the rubble moves a tiny little bit, and mm. then they just climb out, yeah. as if, and there's nothing there. Nothing. They didn't have enough time, didn't they? No. Five episodes. Dominator Argo goes to the city. And tears everybody a new asshole. Mm. <laughs> also, he says that it will there be room in one of the travel capsules for a quack. Mm. There's only room for two people. Yeah. In that, so you know at the beginning when there's three people who've gone with Cully. Yeah. So two of them must have had to go in one capsule. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and one had to go on his own. Ah. Following. Oh, it's, it only takes an instant. Eight minutes. Everything takes eight minutes. Why? Yeah, why? Why would it take eight minutes to go to the other side of the world and eight minutes to go down the road? Why is it always eight minutes? Eight is that minutes, what they like say? Eight hours. No, they say it's eight minutes. Eight. You get there within eight minutes. Oh, within. Oh, now who's a dumb fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Hey you! It's like sorting out GTA. Hey, I got a mission for you. Meet me in the bunker. Bunker. (laughs) Hey you, dumb fuck! Give me a ring. (laughs) Bunker. You all make a lot of money, dumb fuck. Come see me. (laughs) What did Maury call me before? Uh, fuck boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck boy. <laughs> what a creep! Oh god, yeah. So you got the dominator at the Citadel thing. Yeah, tearing him in my asshole. Oh, it's great that scene. Yeah. I think he's really good. It's Ronald Allen that plays. Uh, Rago. He's good. He's just uninspired. He's uh, he plays um oh what's the name of the character in Ambassadors of Death? One of my other favourite stories. He plays like the um the space controller in like like the NASA mm. Houston sort of bloke. And he uh, is uh, what's his line? Space control to recovery seven. Do you read me? Space control to recovery seven. Do you read me? 
Space control. control. Yes. No, they, they can't hear you. They're dead. Um, he's great in that as well. Is that his one line? Wait, no, he gets more lines than that, but that's like his 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 catchphrase. His catchphrase. When we do that, we should do a song about that. Um, when we do that episode, we should do a song about that. I agree. Space, Space control. Space control to recovery seven. Space control to recovery seven. I'll stop doing oh, that. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to go for the whole this thing. This is space control to recovery seven. <laughs> Do you read me? So yeah, episode four. Jamie's accent slips a lot in episode four on is the he, location filming. Is he not Scottish? No. Oh. There's when he's um, he and Collie hmm. uh, watching the uh, Dominators starting the drilling and watching everybody moving everything. Hmm. He says a lot, all most of his lines, I think, aren't in a Scottish accent, which is really weird. Hmm. If it was like right at the beginning, you might forgive it that, you know, if it was at the start of his run, but this is the last season. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's really weird. I'm terrible with accents, though. I didn't pick it up. Well, it's just thick, aren't you? Hey, dumb fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you want to earn some dosh? Dosh. Give us a ring. Give us a ring. <laughs> Where is this? Hey, dumb Hey, dumb fuck, you want to win some Wonka? Wonka. <laughs> Drop me a fuck so I get back in touch with you as soon as possible, okay, chum? Chum. Catch you later. You take care now, Tara. Tara. Yeah, it is weird that his accent slips a lot. You didn't notice that, though, did you? Not really, but dumb fuck. Um... Oh, yeah, and episode... Well, that's where the... Episode four is where the quack gets hit by the big polystyrene rock as well. Yeah, sad. I like that. His feet are, like, further apart as yeah. well. Do you notice that? As if he's yeah. been, like, snapped in half. Going, oh, I think it's well sad. It takes a long time for that rock to go down the mountain as well. Yeah. And then it goes off screen, you're waiting, like, what happened to the quark? <laughs> then it just cuts. Yeah. Oh, fuck, he's dead. Hallowed. Yeah. Um. Poor child inside. And in episode four as well, we find out what the Dominators want the Dulcians for. So they want them for slaves on their home planet so they can free up the Quarks. The Quarks is dumb as fuck. Dumb fuck! Hey, dumb fuck! Hey, dumb fuck! (laughs) 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 You want to send some slaves back to our planet so we can free up the dumb fuck Quarks? Give us a fix. <laughs> yeah, you speak soon, alright? Tara, you take care now. Yes, so long, so long. Come on. Let's, come on. Let's, let's get through it now. Uh, Tob- so then the cliffhanger for episode four is Toba kills Balan and then threatens the Doctor. Mm. 
Uh, and then we're on to episode five. Uh, Jamie and Collie kill the quarks, or kill some quarks. The Doctor catches the seed device, luckily. There was a lot riding on that. Yeah. I'd have, I'd have made sure you caught it. Maybe use something to catch it with, like I a big cloth. I thought you'd just take it to the TARDIS and throw it out the window. That wise in space. Chuck it in the canal. Or just go back five minutes and, yeah. Yeah. Put a bullet to their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Pipe down, you dumb fuck. Uh, yeah, the Doctor throws the Dominator... Shit, no, I've written what what I've put there is the Doctor throws the seed device into the Dominator ship. No, I haven't. The Dominator shit, but I meant ship. The Doctor He's throws really chuffed about that as well. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's there's a, a few it's instances sadistic. of that in Old Who, where. It seems to be a sort of... He's quite happy about the killing. Do you know what I mean? It's sadistic. Like, it just seems... It seems very out of character. outside his TARDIS, like, smiling. It's quite scary. Mm. Uh, then there's the volcanic eruption. And then Finn. <laughs> Finn. <laughs> so, yeah, overall... What, like, what... Any standout bits? None. No. <clears throat> I think that I think the Dominators, their relationship of like command accepted, that gets really wearing after a while. Apart from when they had that big tiff, big tiff. Do you remember? Mm. And he's like, you know what? No, really, no. <laughs> Backs down, little cock. Well, the thing is, it's what is it? Probationer Toba. Is it? Can't remember what the thing is. So, Navigator Rago and Probationer Toba. So, Probationer Toba is essentially there on to learn how to be a dominator, isn't he? Like, he's like on ha- probation. Like how that lady's there to learn how to be a museum person. Mmm. Mm. What did you think of that scene, you know, where she can't remember, like, the rehearsed speech? I thought it was quite nice. It's like she generally couldn't remember the lines. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> it was good, though. I liked it. Well, it's Cando, that, isn't it? Is it Cando? Yeah. Felicity Gibson? No. It's Talata. Cando is the one that dies first, with the weird jelly effect. It's horrible, that. It's fantastic. Yeah. But we never see that again. Everybody else just smokes no. a bit then. But yeah, I think Talata... I don't know. It I think like something you put on. <laughs> I think Kando... I think Kando is better What is than... all with these names? Kando's like... Uh... You can do it too with Kando. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think Kando is better than Talita. Talata. You say Salita, I say Talata. <laughs> shit. He's even shit. Um, <coughs> Cully feels a little bit miscast because he's written as this sort of rebellious teenager, isn't he? Is he? But he's just a chunky 30-year-old oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it's like he's trying to get out of his uh, mum, mum's at He looks ridiculous bedroom. in that costume yeah. as well. And Little fat legs. There's a horrible shot when he's talking to his dad. 
the first time. You can see a massive ball spot. I was yeah. just looking at the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> see me flash. Do you mind if we just retake that as you can see my uh, my hairline? At that point, you just shave it off. Yeah. I've always said this. Yeah, if I was starting have. to go you bald, have. get rid. Don't cover it. Just minus 10 years off you. It'll knock it. Knock it straight off. Mm. So there's Warhead then. Uh, Philip Voss, he was in Marco Polo. There's quite a few people that have been in some other Doctor Who stories. Um, Etnin, is that his name? Malcolm Terrace, he was in The Horns of Nymon. And then we get the uh, Balan, Robot. And he keeps saying Robot, even yeah, though everybody does. else is saying Robot. robot. As it, or what it is. Robert. It's really weird. He's dick. Um, he gets killed in the end, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, fuck off. Meets his, uh, his, you know, untimely death. Smoky tits. So, I suppose there's a, there's a few themes in this. This always tends to get compared with the Daleks, the first Dalek story, because uh, of the whole pacifism um, storyline. It feels very recycled from something. Well, so the, the main thing of the Daleks, I say the main thing, the thing that is sort of borrowed, I suppose, in this story, is that the Thals in the Dalek story are pacifists and they won't fight. So they have to sort of get, you know, convinced that if they don't fight, if a superior, well, superior, if a stronger race comes in, hmm. well, they'll just walk all over you and you'll be dead. Right. So you need to stand up and fight. And the th- uh, Stand up, stand up. Stand up for your rights. Yeah. And um, the Dulcians are sort of doing the same thing, aren't they? Where they... Nah, they're just not asked. Well, it's the sort of hippie thing, isn't it, I think? It's the end of the 60s. You get the hippie, pacifisty kind of... Yeah, yeah. Piece. There was that weird message of this. If you don't stop being a hippie, mm. you get blown up. So what you should do is grab a bomb, go to government, shove it in there. Yeah, shove it through the letterbox <laughs> and run. Um, <laughs> shit. shit. I don't know what the message was. Well, I think it's 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 just one of those things of, you know, if you don't stand up for something, it'll they'll just piss all over you. Unless you like that kind of thing. Um. <laughs> I don't know where the quark come into all this. Mindless grunts who have no... Grunts. Yeah. Who who, uh, have no agenda. Are just little uh, sheep. Yeah. Yeah, they are, yeah. Little robots. Um, So it was written by Norman Ashby, which is a pseudonym. That's a little fact for you. It's Mervyn Hazeman and Henry Lincoln, writing under that name. Wow. I just thought you might like that fact. You might like that fact. And there's no music in it. There's Brian Hodgson doing the special sounds. Yeah. There's some stabs every now and again. And you get the some sound effects that are pretty good. Yeah. I think. Sharp. You don't notice it that it hasn't got music in it. I didn't. Which is a bit weird. I didn't. I think it's just because it's old, though. Like, yeah, I suppose. A little bit. It's very well, a lot of these unpredictable. St- a lot of the stories around this time, though, are quite music heavy. So it's a bit strange for You love contradicting me. Well, I just think you're wrong. Um, Yeah, I just think it's it's a bit weird, though, that there's just nothing in there. It's a man, isn't it? I don't think it detracted from the story. I don't think you need anything. No. It's all very political. 
Yeah, it's quite safe, isn't it? Yeah, very safe. Quite safe. But then again, but I think I think throw it some quite massive well. explosions in there. Oh yeah, big ones. What do you think of the sets then? Uh, not the best I've seen. They're okay. Some of them, Joe uh, and like Jamie in there, the bald man, not bald man. What's his name? Colin. Collie. Collie. When he, uh, they're on top of the um, the rock, the big cliff, and it's a sharp edge cliff. Yeah. Is that real? They could fall to their death. Yes, I think they. Fucking yeah. hell! It's quite yeah. It's good. rocky. They as put well. they put some of the quacks on like some in some really <laughs> awkward positions. Like if they they oh, fall, those kids. kids yeah, they are kids. They're from an, uh, an acting school that was by where they were filming. Right. So, yeah. Dead now. All dead now. Blown That's up. it now. Smoking feet. Uh, but yeah, the sets. I think uh, the inside of the um, dominated spaceship, I think, looks fantastic. Really good. That and uh, I just like the museum. Even though there's like one artifact in there, which is the gun. But yeah. I just liked it. Um, but you had some sets, but like, Joe, you know, when they're outside, you can see this like the angle in the backdrop. Yeah. Joe, you know, with the mountains in the background, you can see the you know. The, yeah, yeah. I've seen it was just better done. In well, other stories. Yeah, there's a big crease in all of that. Yeah. You know that, like, I don't know what you call it, cyclorama, is it? Like the printed thing mm. that you put, like, as the sky. There's a big fucking crease in it. Crease. There is, like a big crease yeah. line straight across it where they've just, like, thrown it away. Ah. Chuck it in the cupboard. Fold right. it. Fold it. Oh, no. It needs hanging. Um, but the sets were by Barry Newbury. Um, he'd done loads of... Uh, Doctor Who stories started with the Unearthly Child and went all the way to the Awakening. Not every story, but like some good ones. Mm. The Ark. <laughs> Why is that funny? I just thought it was funny. Um, yeah, Dominators, Solurians, Brain Morbius did the sets nice. on that. You liked the sets oh, on that, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and there's quite there's the same similar sort of vibe. I think mm. he likes his backdrops. He does. He likes messing around with the foreground, background. But oh yeah, I think I think the set's pretty good for the most part. You get the little capsule sets. You get the outdoory sets. There's only one. There's one point where you know when they're moving the rocks, mm. it becomes quite obvious that it's a studio. Yeah. Where they drop one of the rocks, and it's just like wood on wood, just a clunk. Even though it's sand. Mm. It's uh... a. <laughs> New wax. Can we disguise it with anything? No, just, just <laughs> push it with an Uber. But no, yeah, I really, I really enjoy the Dominators. Well, there's not a lot we can say about it, really. I suppose we could go a bit more in depth, but you're tired now, aren't you? Well, yeah. There isn't much more to go into, really. Not we've said not, everything there is to say about it. Everything. There's nothing everything. else that anybody could say about this because so, we've already just said it. Yes. So, would you like to give it a rating? Red. Really? No. Oh, green. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> uh, I go for a low amber. It's just so safe. So safe. Yeah, I think I'd join you on a on an amber if. I didn't enjoy it so much. Mm. So you weren't plagued by nostalgia. Yes. That's, you know, shifting your viewpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go green. All right. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's 
it's classic Who done well. It's got a real B movie feel. You know, it feels like it's done on the cheap, but the yeah. story's good. Cheap, cheap. Yeah, no, I yeah, I, ju- I just really enjoy it. I've always I, enjoyed the Dominators. It's a I sol- enjoy the Crotons as well. Crotons. Crotons. Uh, it's a solid. Yeah. All the ideas are there. You feeling all right? <coughs> Do you need worming? Worming. It's a solid story. That's the word. Yeah. Um. I think I think both of our stories have a lot in common this week. Mm. We got a bomb. Yes. We got explosions. Yes. We got yes. Both solid stories. Yeah. Bits wrong with them. Yeah, but for the most but part, they rattle along quite nicely. They do what they need to do. Yeah. Get and in, get out. Enjoyable. Yeah. Get in, get out. Get in, get quick. out. Quick. Quick. Well, you know, run. Yours case will drag it out. Well, they are then. All right then. So yeah, should we see what other people think? Because it doesn't matter what we think. Let's get some feedback. Send us your 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 feedback. Let's see what you've got to say. Send us your feedback. Send us your feedback. Send us your feedback. So we got two bits of feedback this week. Uh, first one from Jeff Waddle. Jeff has this to say about the Dominators: the Dominators is at least one episode too long. Some would say five, but it's all been seen before. The Dominators arguing becomes tiresome, and they're not threatening enough. I'd agree with that. They're, you know what I notice every week? What? Jeff says something and you repeat it verbatim. <laughs> what have I said that he said? One less episode. Arguing becomes tiresome. Yeah. Um, I've said. I'd like to say <laughs> I've said this all before, right, okay. Jeff. So if anything, Jeff is copying me. So really, copying verbatim, you should be directing that to him. I'll email him now. Yeah, give him an email. See what he Hi, says. Hi, Jeff. Um, just I, a thing. Can you please it, refrain? Just, yeah, I just chatted to Harold for a bit, and he seems to think he's going to hear this. So you know, well, he doesn't have to read his email then. There you go. Then. Right now, I'm going to say that anyway. He seems to think that you're ripping him wow, off. Wow, 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 <laughs> But no, yeah, thanks for that, Jeff. You didn't finish it. I did. So you know. But no to the pregnant bloke. I didn't get that far. Oh, it's you're a, reading the, the TC's better. Yeah. Saranga conundrum. The the Sarangan is better than fandom says. At least they tried something. Why am I reading like that? If you could just do it all, it's a nightmare in the edit. Fuck it. You need a fist in the fucking throat, you dick. The TC. Fuck. The Sarangan. I can't say it. Is better than fandom says. At least they tried something different. But no to the pregnant bloke. So Jeff seems to think, if you're a bloke, you can't be pregnant. Yeah, well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Scientifically, no, no. 
Big no from Jeff. It's a big no. It's a big no no from Jeff. It's in capitals. (laughs) (laughs) But no, thanks for that, Jeff. So next up is Mr. Day. Picture this. You're six. You're picturing it. (laughs) Picturing it. Picture this. You're six. There's been no Star Wars or any flash-looking, fast-paced science fiction on your radar. The television you watch takes three or four minutes to warm up, and even then, it's like watching through the web planet camera. Ugh. Yeah. That's <laughs> disgusting. That gun. This was me back whenever it was. 1968? I think you're correct. I'd found Doctor Who with bits of season five and the repeat of Evil of the Daleks. But this story was where the fan thing truly began to take hold. Sounds laughable, doesn't it? After all, the Dominator's reputation is so poor that you will always find it burbling and bleeping in the nether regions of any Doctor Who poll. Does it deserve its reputation, though? Objectively, I can understand why it isn't regarded more fondly. It's got B-movie written all over it. The Dulcians are pathetic, it's easily one episode too long, and the Quarks aren't exactly the Daleks or the Cybermen. Little side note there, they were intended to be like a replacement for the Daleks. Oh, I couldn't tell. Fucking hell. They were mind-looming to watch, anyway. (laughs) It's like the Cybermen, but without the good costume. Yeah. Yeah, in spite of... Wall not. Yeah, in spite... Monkey not. Fucking hell. Yeah, in spite of all this, I'm really very fond of it. Nostalgia is a powerful thing, and I've got to be very careful with my views on this story are undoubtedly coloured... No. None of those words were in it. As soon as you missed because, then it... Yeah, you just fell apart then. Nostalgia Nostalgia is a powerful thing, thing, and I've I've got got to be be careful because my views on the story are undoubtedly coloured by watching it first time around. Fucking hell. But in my opinion, it was and is magical. The Doctor and his friends on an alien world, thwarting power-crazed baddies and their cute box-like robots. What six-year-old wouldn't love that? A six-year-old who's afraid of robots. A robot-fearing. Do you know Emma? Yeah. She's afraid of, like, Cybermen. She's terrified of them. Brilliant. She hates them, anything that mashes, you know humans and like cybernetics no. it's like hybrids hate it terrifies her mm, well they are they we'll, like, we'll get her on soon brilliant remind me I'm busy that day <laughs> I really like this TARDIS team and how fast has Zoe settled in we forgot to mention this is Zoe's first story you wouldn't know that would you is it well it's a second story. So it's completely bewildered the whole time. You know, in the in the first episode where she decides to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Alien like, We're going to go to the You coming, Zoe? No, no. I, I think I'll stay here. There's a weird silence after that, isn't it? Yeah. The playful banter between her and Jamie is great fun, and I much prefer her spunkiness over Victoria's whining. It's a pity that the trio are split up early on. It's not going to win any BAFTAs, but as a piece of tea time nonsense, the Dominators at least tries. It's nowhere near perfect. The story let down by a few things. The cliffhangers are really repetitive, seemingly variations on one of the Dominators shouting, Quacks, destroy! 
The Dolcians and their pitiful costumes are asking to be subjugated, and the shots of Troughton's double really stick out whenever we get to some filming location. Forgot to mention that as well. Have you noticed how it's really obviously not Troughton whenever no. they're doing the location? No. Oh my god. You never see his face, but in one scene, you completely see this bloke's face. <laughs> right, you know, at the end where he steeds, steals the seed uh, device, yeah. and he's running to go and put it in yeah, the yeah. thing. It's not Troughton. Oh. So some bloke probably stole it off him. Ran off, but that's why he's running so weird. Exactly. Yeah. However, there are some wonderful moments. The intelligence test on the Doctor and Jamie in episode two. The scene with the Doctor messing about with the writing in the shuttle. No. Wiring. Thank you. The scene with the Doctor messing about with the wiring in the shuttle on the way back from the Citadel. The bit... Later. (laughs) The bit later in the same episode where Toba finds the Doctor hiding behind a boulder. You were told to keep away from the quarks. Oh, but I do. Whenever I see one, I go away. Jamie and Collie attacking the quarks. There are a lot of quite really nice scenes in this. Is there? <laughs> Did you see them? Now, I know I'm biased, but I love the quarks. Mr. Day, I concur. I conquer. I concur. Uh, yeah, I really like the quarks as well. God knows what they're saying half the time, and it only takes a polystyrene boulder to knock them over. But they do make me chuckle. The scene where one of them is blown up and all that's left behind are little legs cracks me up every time. They're nasty little buggers too. The effect when they zap the Dulcians at the beginning is brilliant in its simplicity. They're certainly more interesting than their masters, the titular dominators, who stand around for five episodes like angry turtles bitching at each other. They do just... And Mr. Day picked up on a point there that most of the cliffhangers are all exactly the same. It normally ends with Toba saying, Destroy them! And then the next episode opens with... Uh, what's his name? Roger? What's his, what's his name? The other Dominator. Mm. Saying, no, 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 don't do that. Um, three episodes? Three of the five, I think, is that that's the cliffhanger? I'm trying to think of the other ones. Yeah. Well, yeah. the fifth one doesn't even count. Still, I'm glad it's in the archives. As a kid, the whole message about peace and love and the subjugation went right over my head. But it, it's... But at its most basic, it drew me into a world of Doctor Who. A world that I've never been able to escape. The quarks reappeared a few times over the next year or so, most notably in the TV comic cartoon strip where they came back to hassle the Trouton Doctor. On one occasion on the Le Mans racecourse, of all places. So let's have a bit more love for the Dominators and their robots. This is much... There is much worse Who than this. Same with my story, isn't it? Mm. Well, let's see if uh, Mr. Day agrees. Talking of which, the Shuranga conundrum. What exactly is the conundrum in this? Answers on a postcard. I'm one of those mad fans who really likes Jodie. It doesn't appear to be a common opinion, but I think she's fun, cheeky, a bit mad, a bit sad, and really likeable. The trouble with this story and it's a problem I find with most modern who, is it deserves more room to breathe. Yeah. I think that's the the problem with having big, you know, up to an hour episodes. 
and everything's just crammed in that one, isn't it? I disagree. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it was really well paced. Um, and that's what I said in the, my review. The, the, a lot of things had room to breathe. I think a lot of... Th- almost everything had equal opportunity. Yeah. Um, To be explored. Um, I think the problem could be, like, it wasn't all explored to its fullest potential. And, like, each part only had, like, ten minutes each, you know. So you have 10 minutes for the explosion, 10 minutes for the monster, 10 minutes for the pilot and pilot heart and stuff like that. So I, I can kind of see it. Yeah. Um, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and just say he's wrong. <laughs> just because. You're in one now, aren't you? Yeah, I shattered. I get like a moody bitch when I'm tired. Too much is compressed into 40 minutes with the end result feeling like a Red Bull hit without the tooth decay. I would really like to see some modern stories made in the old style, split up into three or four episodes. Whether that format would improve this story, I don't know. But it's no classic, that's for sure. This one is very McCoy. I can imagine the Seventh Doctor scuttling around the corridors or the suitably overlit ship. Maybe Ace could have whacked the Pating with a baseball bat. Wicked. The Pating, the creature that makes the quark seem terrifying. I thought the CGI was good, but I don't know. It's not exactly an A-list who monster, is it? I can't see it coming back for future adventures. People have complained that there are too many companions in this era of the show. That's really obvious here. What do you, Ryan and Graham, do? Hang out with the pregnant bloke? Yaz isn't served any better. One th- good thing, though. At least it hasn't got Maury Gold and his midi patches of over-emotive signalling cluttering up the background. I rather like the new guy's more subtle use of atmospherics rather than having massed choirs, guitars, and the rolling Royal Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> Why are you laughing at? That's funny. The current incidentals are more in tune with the classic series groundbreaking electronics. Going back to the Dominators, I don't think there is much, if any, music in that. Instead of relying on bleeps and weird oscillations to supply the suitable vibe. I can't stand the faux John Will... I always read that's forks. The folks. Yeah. <laughs> the folks. I can't stand the faux John Williams wannabe nonsense that the new show spewed all over the story since <laughs> it came back. Sagan Akinola does a much better job in my opinion. At least he has a grasp on suitably. At least he has a grasp on subtlety. subtlety. Fuck you. At least he has a grasp on subtlety. There's not much threat in this, is there? Possible annihilation unless the ships get back to the poor ASAP. And the pregnant man nonsense? Really? I get the feeling this was one of the cheap stories of the season. Jody's good, though. Right. Two iffy who stories in the one session, I feel a bit responsible for the Dominators as I hassled Harry to discuss it a couple of times. Sorry, Luke. Alright. <laughs> but it's out of the way now. I will look forward to another one of my favourites, Underworld. Wow. <laughs> Apologies for the waffling. Never apologise. But thanks for the, that bit of feedback, Mr. Day. It's always nice to have a bit of feedback. So I think all that's left now is for us to say which stories we're doing next time. 
Okay, so next week, I am going to take us on a nice journey to Season 22 Serial 2. It's a Colin Baker story. It's got Perry in it. We're all happy so far. Yes, you guessed it correctly. It's Vengeance, the, the vengeance of on Varos. I knew it was. Seeking the rare mineral Zaton... Z- I can't remember how you say it. Zaton's. Zaton 5. To repair his TARDIS, the Doctor arrives on Varos, a world where political prisoners and their guards are all subjected to sadistic tortures, tortures. and executions which the colony's inhabitants view and vote on through interactive television. Oh, that sounds cool. Accused of being alien infiltrators, helping the colony's rebel fractions, the Again. Doctor and Perry find themselves the latest unwilling subjects in this most extreme form of reality TV. Fucking hell, is this rated 18? You should see what... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you are on, Harold? I. You're on thin ice. Whee! Which is what I'm picking... Next time, it's season 10, episode 3, Capaldi. They're nice. Um, London, 1814, beneath the frozen Thames, people are dip- disappearing. So yeah. Oh, I remember this. I do remember it now. Do you enjoy it? The Thames is Victorian, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, again, yeah. with the same set again. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I can't remember. Find I, it. Tune well, in next time. I can say that I watched half of it. So yeah, so next week, Vengeance on Varos and Thin Ice. Is it, it is Thin Ice, isn't it? It's not on Thin Ice. No, it's Thin. Thin, thin Ice. Thin. Next week, you motherfucker, we've got Vengeance on Varos, you piece of shit. And Thin Ice. You dumb fuck. If you got any feedback to send it in to us, you fuck. Send it in the usual way. Uh, yeah, so Vengeance on Varos and Thin Ice next week. Got any feedback to send us in? Don't forget, uh, well, all the information is at the end of the podcast. Um, Yeah, thanks for the feedback, Mr. Day and Jeff. Thanks, Um, guys. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, by the way, when this episode goes out, we will have hit a 1,000 downloads. How do you know? Because that's what it's predicted to do. You don't know that. Well, no, but that's what apparently it's predicted. I'd laugh if it didn't. Just one out. (laughs) My next episode is still not. Yeah, no one yet. Oh, no yet, but yeah. So funny. So by next episode, hopefully, yeah. we'll have had a thousand downloads. It's so a thousand download special. Oh, maybe there's a special treat at the end of the podcast for you as well. If anybody makes it that far, if there's anybody still listening, keep going just a little bit longer. All right then. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Can we end this now? Yeah. All right then. <laughs> see you later. Ciao, Doltre. Chow chow chew. Let's go up, up, up into the business sky.
Send us your feedback and comments by contacting us on Twitter at Who Can Convince or send us an email to Who Can Convince You at gmail.com. You can also send us some audio feedback either as an attachment in an email or you can visit speakpipe.com forward slash Who Can Convince You. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review in your podcast platform to help people find us.
given him, you know, I want it to go bum 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 bum. I wouldn't have just sung it down right. the phone to him. Ben, could you just do me a great favour? I've got a little idea for a little uh, interlude where they're running down a corridor. Yeah, 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 I know. I've done it last week. I did it last week. We'll do it again, do it again, do it again. I want it to go dum 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 da dum 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 da dum 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 dum. How how does how did he uh do Rose's thing? Okay, so I've got this idea for a for a piece for the companion piece, the piece, and I'm gonna call it Rose's theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, yeah, yeah. Same. And, uh, yeah, I want some ooze. Ooze. And... I want uh, it sloppy. Uh, yeah, think... Gunge. Uh, think <laughs> slop. Slop. <laughs> <laughs> I want some ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. All right, okay. So you're going to go one, two, three, four. Ooh... Slight writ and then accelerando into the yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking more piano, maybe mezzo piano, nothing forte, obviously. (laughs) Keep it quiet, keep it quiet. All right, boy. All right, then. Boy. All right, catch you later. Catch you later. All right. Yeah, bye. (laughs) Yeah, you get one on me. All right. Take care. See you later. <gasps> Murray's phoning. <laughs> so funny. Every week. Hi, hi, hi. It's Mozza here. <laughs> Just driving the Beamer. <laughs> Just popped into TK Maxx. Got myself a lovely candle. <laughs> what scent is it? Honeycomb. Honeycomb. Because it's sweet and tasty, just like me. How's your brother? God, he's so good. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing well, is he? Oh, the best. Right. God. What have you done since Doctor Who? God, it's been non-stop, really. Any examples? Well, we've had the kitchen refurbed. I mean, in Um, like... You know, composition and stuff like that. Well, I've been mostly focusing on me. <laughs> See, you find it work. Just to try it. I hope my boyfriend don't mind it. One day you're gonna burst in saying itchy flaps and we're gonna be interviewing like Stephen Moffat. (laughs) You'll probably laugh. Yeah. Oh that's let me write that down. Ooh, let me write that you down. You find funny, just not funny. Context. Ooh, let me write that down. Dirty bastard. Ooh, that's a good itchy flaps. <laughs> itchy. itchy flaps. Itchy. Flappy. 
my phone up so itchy. Cue laughter. You sound like you and McGregor. You and McGregor. He likes spikes. Spikes? Yeah, he likes spike riding. He loves a throbbing engine between his legs. He loves a guzzler. (laughs) Gas junkie. Hmm. (laughs) Write that down. Brian, let me write that down. Like four minutes. Yeah, we're just doing the rating. Just giving it a colour. We just got distracted because we were interviewing Maureen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 